There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. It is the morning sickness. My name's John. How are you? There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. And uh, if you're listening in Buffalo, do it. Do it. Go ahead. Wrap it around. Brutal. Get up there. Dangle. Dangle from it. You know what you know what I'm talking about. You're thinking about it. You're waking up this morning, a Bills fan, and you're like, should I do it? I, do it. It's not going to get any better. Evidently, you know, I'm a Cubs fan. Was well, a Cubs fan. Got to start getting you saying that. Yeah. And uh, if, uh, if the Cubs were in Buffalo, and I had nothing else going on in my life because I live in Buffalo. Have you ever been to Buffalo? Just uh, outside of it. Okay. I've been to Buffalo as a little kid. Twice. I might have been four or five. I remember it. As a five-year-old with zero life experience, I remember thinking, man, Buffalo's a sh-. Well, I can't say it out loud. I wouldn't have said that as a kid. But Buffalo's a it won't It won't be hole. <laughs> a dump. Miserable. Awful place. It doesn't, it doesn't need to be added in that you guys can't, like you are a cursed football team. If you're a Bills fan, go ahead. The radio's telling you. It's okay. Shh. Did you reach out to our Bills fan? Hang on, Brady. Fan? Hang on. Let me just help you. Okay. Romeo and Juliet are together in eternity. It's a good song. Listen to it this morning. I don't know how you live like that. I don't know how anybody wakes up in January annually as a Bills fan, looks out the window and realizes, well, like the commercial says, now it's just a cold day in Buffalo. This sucks. Wide right again. <laughs> I shoveled all my four bills. hours for this? <laughs> yeah, I spent the entire weekend shoveling for that. And then to have the Chiefs troll them online afterwards, saying they throw, uh, Bill's Mafia throws snowballs like a bunch of, you know, it's just, you get trolled afterwards that you can't even hit them with a good snowball. Drew Twink. Drew Tranquil, the, the Twinkle. And we're so used to saying it about Kate. Drew Tranquil uh, actually said uh, he caught a snowball that was thrown at him. <laughs> like, well, that's a weak snowball. Tough game last night. That is brutal. And the fact that, you know, they had the angle behind the goalpost of that ball floating right, and it looked just like the Super Bowl. And it would have been for the tie. It doesn't guarantee anything. But at least they'd have been playing in overtime or close to overtime. Did it swing that hard? On the Super Bowl? No. That from, looked like a from gust the, of wind. Yeah, just... from the behind angle, it looked like a much further. But when they did the one from behind the uh, uprights, not behind the kicker, the one dead centered behind the kicker looked like it drifted way further. Yeah. The Scott Norwood infamous wide right, 1990-91, was Nothing just but a wide little bit right. right. It was it? just a little. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it moved a yeah, little bit, was... not like this. The thing from behind the uprights. It looked exactly the same. I don't, I don't know how you do it. Buffalo fans, I admire you. That's a rough one. But I, 
I'm telling you, man, if I was a Bills fan, it would be, I'd be pretty close. I'm not encouraging it. There it is. But I understand it. The kick is up. It's wide right. Chiefs win. Oh, I feel terrible for you. Oh, and now the Taylor Swift show continues. And someone sent an email on that. Oh, OJ, get to work. <laughs> it's your hometown there, kind of, OJ. It's your adopted hometown. Get her. But the, uh, yeah, the worst part about it is, is now I'm a huge Chiefs fan. Cause I, oh, can't. I thought you said a huge Taylor Swift fan. No. Oh, well, whatever. Nobody. Nobody. I've been a football fan my whole life. She's been one for 10 weeks. Nobody cheers that hard for a first down without being told, Taylor, you're on television. Nobody else in the booth cheered for the first catch Travis Kelsey had like she did. She lost her mind. Then they showed her again after a Pacheco first down. Lost her mind. Everybody else in the booth is like, settle down. Stop it. She's. They tell her. This is so WWE choreographed, pointing at her. And I know I was talking to a friend of mine who does uh, PR stuff, and he's like, look, that is the demographic the NFL cannot touch. They've been trying for ages to indoctrinate the young female. We remember for the longest time during the games, they'd do those commercials like, football 101 for the ladies. It was 15, 20 years ago. It was a constant stream of commercials to let yeah, the Cardinals did it locally. It's like, football 101 for the women. Bring your daughters. They cannot tap that group. They cannot get the 15 to 22-year-old female, like, locked down. Because you know what they've always been? The girl that gets a boyfriend and just cheers for his team. Eventually. They don't care. Then they break up with that guy, date another guy, and cheer for his team. It's a rarity that you have that that drifting. They've got it with Taylor Swift. And he's like, I guarantee you from watching this, the the PR and the Q, the Q scores on TV keep coming back that the average NFL football fan hates it. And you're starting to make them hate Taylor Swift more. I know I feel. I'm like, oh, quit showing her. We are not going anywhere, and they nope. know it. So they're trying to get the audience they don't have because we're not leaving. We'll tolerate a little Taylor Swift hatred game to game. Uh, and they're, the one group that they get especially on the internet, clicks and, you know, all these videos. They love it. Those teen girls, they're nailing it. And she's going to Vegas. Did you see how miserable Jason Kelsey looked after? He did his, you know, he burned out quick. Sure. Because he yelled, had the shirt well, off. They knew when. And it- then they kept going to the screen. There he is in the back as they're showing Tay-Tay going nuts. Right. He's like, Ugh. Well, I guarantee you that that comes up that Tay-Tay's holders tell her, hey, uh, any first down that happens with uh, Travis, we're coming to you. She loses her mind, like, and nobody else is doing it. Like, she goes crazy. So I think Jason, she's like, Jason, they're going to film. And he rips his shirt off like Burt Kreischer and gets TV time. It's so fake. It, it's so wrestling. No one does it. They never go to Jerry Jones's booth and have him, you know, with a, you know, somebody losing their mo- He doesn't know when he's on. You can tell. Because they only go to him after disappointment with Cowboy stuff to see because he's going to react. But now I'm a Taylor Swift fan. Got to get rid of there that you get you ready for ugly that. ass Lamar Jackson. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> oh, I'm shaking it off. It's happening. That's what people say. This will be you next week. So She's so basic. But look, right now, 
for some reason. Like, teen girls gravitate to this. This is the highest our ratings have ever been with teen girls. Welcome aboard, ladies. Thanks for coming over from John yeah, Jane Ridge, exactly. everybody. Yeah. The beacon that is Taylor Swift. That they know when she's playing everything. So boring. Everyone's so jumping on. We were just seeing before the, uh, this morning, even Dave Draymond. Yeah, Draymond's got 12-year-old the- kids up on his... Well, you got to. The WWE was the best at it I've ever seen when they decided to say, well, the audience that we know and love is now 40. And if we don't get the new audience, by the time they're in their range age range we want, which is 25, by the time they get to 25, we'll have a bunch of 55-year-olds who aren't paying attention to us anymore anyway. So they... You know, the goal is eliminate the older audience and go get the young one. But you were saying that about the NBA, too. NBA did it. NBA followed the exact same things. Like, go get the 35-year-old man. And they have to get them when they're about 18, 17, 16. Because if you don't have that in 10 years, you don't have the money audience. You just don't. And you try to make them loyal early. How long Paul Stanley from KISS was trying to keep that KISS army going. It was 20 plus years, they, it didn't, it's not working they, so much. They, they, because they couldn't appeal their old garbage to a new <laughs> audience. Parents bring their kids yeah. out. And their big mistake was like, well, they didn't evolve at all. That's the bigger part. Yeah, it's, 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 it's exactly, it's just how the media works. You, you dismiss an older, that's why old men are like, this isn't like the game I used to love, these pansy ass, blah, blah, blah. They, they don't want that. You think they changed the rules for the people who like football? Or for the moms who are raising kids who think it's an unsafe game. They're not changing the rules for people who love it. Every, everybody my age and older would love to see clotheslines come back. We, these guys, we, we're, we're logical. We're like, they know what they're getting into. Let them smash each other. But, yeah, that was, that's a, that was rough last night. That was poor Bills fans. And I, as a Tay-Tay fan now, because I'm rooting for Tay-Tay to go to Vegas, got to get past those Ravens. And uh, just well, sad Ravens make Johnny happy. That's all I'm looking for. So make the Ravens sad, and we'll move forward there. How was your house this weekend? The Packers lost a squeak or two. <laughs> <laughs> and Brett, Brett loved it. It was a great day in my house. Well, for half the house, at least. Yeah, she gets to mope around, you get to smile. Pretty yeah. much. But, I mean, she she knew going in. She's like, I didn't expect this far yeah, for house them. Money. You know, they're, I mean, they're the youngest team in the NFL. Yeah. So she's like, eh, they did what they, you know, they did better than I thought. Yeah, yeah. and they almost... Pulled it off. Yeah. So that was the the Packers have, can only walk out with pride. Yep. They shouldn't have been there in the first place. And then her watching the game last night, she's all like, ah, oh, there's that bitch on TV yeah, again. She's <laughs> tired she's, of it too. She's along with it. Yep. Basics. Yeah, she's a rare one because she's like a locked in <laughs> yep. fan. But yeah, you look at that and the NFL is basic. And they were doing quick shots of her at the end of the game when they should have been focused in on. Uh, you know, players, and they're like, here's another. Like, they'd show a highlight of Travis Kelsey's uh, had a huge catch in the first quarter, and her losing her mind, and then Pacheco scores a touchdown. Taylor's losing her mind. I'm like, oh, man, they've got their they're on a system. I'm rooting for it now. Taylor at Spear up in Vegas, uh, running all over, doing the NFL pregame show. She's going to be the hottest commodity in Vegas if the Chiefs win it. And I thought for sure the Chiefs, they got a couple extra little love tap calls last night that helped. But They always do. I think the Bills gave it right back to them. Wide right. One game away from uh. potentially matching the uh, Super Bowl colors of Super Bowl 58, the uh, purple and red. Because cho- oh, that yeah, was a conspiracy that, behind them. Yeah, that they built it in, <laughs> that they knew who was coming. Yeah, who knows. 
It all feels the way it's so phony. scripted now. Oh, it's it like, like I wouldn't wouldn't doubt it. it it's this with us old guys. Yeah. It's all scripted. It's know, garbage. It used to be just guys knocking heads, and now it feels no. It's not, but it sure feels that way. Sorry, Bills fans. I really am. I don't know how you guys are functioning in life. I really don't. If Bills Mafia, I think they're going to, you know, they leap off of trucks onto tables and light them. I think they're going to do it now, and it's not going to be for fun. I think they're going to be standing in the snow crying on fire today with their Josh Allen jerseys gluing themselves to their bodies as they burn. Did you see Harbaugh's victory dance afterwards? Yes, now that's it's another Ted thing. Lasso. They've done that a couple of weeks in a row. Yeah. I don't want to watch Happy Harbaugh's. That's not a thing. <laughs> Happy Harbaugh's makes me want to go, you know, wander the streets with bottles full of gasoline and a few well, They're I'd... doing whatever they can to get a second one in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they'll, w- they'll try. They'll WWE keep them. script. Nah. That's a nice story. Now, well, now they can't lose. Now they get the Lamar Jackson love that they've been pumping for the last five years. If he gets in, they've got that. If they've got the Tay-Tay, they're, they're satisfied with who they've got going now. They just got to keep these. And the Lions are an upstart story. The Niners are fun. You can't. The NFL won't fix anything from here on out. They're happy with whatever happens next. They would prefer Tay-Tay. But we'll see. Ah, crazy. And she's so boring and so average. And you know, I was at, I went with my dad to uh, the Eagles concert on Saturday. And uh, I realized that that's, uh, the Eagles are that generation's Taylor Swift. Remember, because they had like the top five. The number one selling album of all time for years was the Eagles' greatest hits, yeah. and it was like number one. It wasn't even close. They held like a bunch of records with sales, and you start looking at that playlist. I looked at the set list before we went. I'm like, man, there isn't a pee break in this. Like they just knock it out. But what the Eagles do not do is entertain you in any way, shape, or form <laughs> on that stage at all. And it isn't about like you know pyrotechnics or dancing or big show. How about having some personality? How about having a semblance of life? Like, you guys are alive, right? Six microphones, drum set, few instruments behind them, and the six microphones are lined up. When it's your turn to sing, you step up to it. When it's not, you take one step back. You stand in your two-foot-by-two-foot box, and you don't move. And they are boring. But, man, you can't you can't knock the playlist. But it's a CD. with it's it's And they're also lip-syncing. 70% of the show. There is there is such a perfect sound coming off that stage. You're like, well, this isn't even human That's anymore. That's them, bro. No, it isn't. There's no way. <laughs> Don Henley does a bad job of selling it when he's behind the drum set. Oh, by the way, drums are on a loop. Those drums might. What? I don't think they're mic'd. I think you're getting a drum loop. It's far too perfect. There isn't a sound from that stage that's too loud or too quiet at any given point. Not one. Towards the end, I think Joe Walsh actually sings because you wouldn't trust him to lip sync. He's got a turtle's mouth. He's, he's developed a turtle's mouth. It's the creepiest thing in the world. So they have these big screens. Also, it, the whole crowd, hilarious. Probably, a, a, a medi- I brought the median age down into the 60s. If I would have, when I go to the bathroom, median age 92. Everyone there was 1,000 years old. Uh, so I'm watching the thing, and I'm sitting down. Nobody can get up. Security keeps an eye on people who stand up. They removed people in the front row for dancing. It's like, nope. Hips and knees, let's go. We're not taking any chance. We're not suing the Eagles today. How you dare you do that to your joints? You know those old videos of, like, Chinese leaders, and then they would go, oh, no, ribbons! And, like, these, like a troop of, 
military people come out and spin ribbons and then they'd show the audience and they'd all just be seated and clapping like Russian propaganda movies and things. No, nobody would ever. That was the Eagles concert. Not a soul stood up. They just clapped and it was just a sea of white heads. It was like a Klan rally without the hoods. It was just a <laughs> sea of white heads. And then occasionally a little black dot in a purple security outfit. And I'm like, why did they hire? So nobody's rushing this stage. And if they are, we'll be okay. Yeah, good on them if, yeah, they, if yeah. they can make it up there. I actually would like to see that. That would add a little life to an Eagle show if somebody jumped up there and started to try to fight Don Henley. I think, I think Henley's still got a little juice left. I think he's still got a little fight. The rest of the band, Vince Gill. Vince Gill has turned into Egon from Ghostbusters. He looks just <laughs> like, I mean just like, fat old Harold Ramis. And then uh, Joe Walsh, I, I, I would imagine that Joe Biden looks at Joe Walsh and goes, Jesus, what the f*** happened to that guy? Okay, he, is, he moves worse than Biden, he looks worse than Biden, and he's 10 years younger. At least he knows the right side to get off the stage, though. He oh. Didn't miss that. I don't know. I didn't pay attention. Maybe he just doesn't even have to get off the stage. Uh, Eagles, if you're still in town, can I, can I give you a piece of advice? Now, I know you guys have done this for 50-something years, but as a concert goer... If, in fact, every single song, look at him. And that's but he grew a goatee. That's Vince Gill before he's, I mean, he's wow. full on Egon now. If, if every song is in a different tuning, maybe, maybe cluster a few of the songs in the same tuning so we don't have to switch guitars every single song. They'll finish. And then guitar techs come up, hand them all new guitars. It's quiet for like. 20 seconds. That's just bragging to other musicians. <laughs> it is? How? Yeah, They're not doing anything. What they have. It's actually collection. to other musicians. It's, uh, wow, they're blowing it. The other musicians, no, no, you cluster the songs that are in the same tuning so you don't have so many changes. <laughs> and there's, their heart there's the set list. There's only so many times you can change uh, tuning. So, like, you know, if take it, taking it... Uh, take it to the limit and witchy woman aren't in the same tuning and peaceful, easy feeling and take it, which probably are, you play those back to back. But they're too slow. They got to add a lively song in them. And the set list was incredible. There isn't a single time in there that you're like, man, they're giving you a break here. And the best part is, though, Joe Walsh is so hard to look at that on the big screens at the concert, uh, you know, when Vince Gill's singing, they just do a shot of Vince Gill. When Don Henley's singing, it's just a shot of Don Henley. When Joe Walsh is singing, there's an effect on it. it makes it look like he's on fire, or he's made of ice, or what, like it's just some weird cartoon. Because you don't want to look at him for too long. It's like an old man eating soup. His, his lips turn into beak-like turtle no, beaks? No, no. It's just his tongue moves around too much. It's like, uh, he's like, it's like if you uh, took out the woman from oral sex... And just filmed the dude's face. When he sings, it looks like an old man trying to uh, please a woman down there. It's just this weird, his tongue's doing more than it needs to. And it's it's like an old man eating. You're, you're looking at somebody chewing with their mouth open that doesn't have, it was gross. Yeah, that playlist, there is oh, no, uh, no beer gross. run no be- But you know what? You're like, meh, I'll I be right. time. I can walk around. This is, if they're just going to play the CD and stand up there and act like they're singing to us. Now, I turned to my dad at one point, and he's like, he'd seen him. He had the exact same opinion without us talking about it. He goes, I've seen him twice. They're boring. And I'm like, well, that's the Eagles. And uh, even he he turned to me. He goes, this is probably the most life they've had in a show I've seen. And there's not, there's not a lot going on. But because I had to hip him to the fact that I'm like, it's all vocal track, by the way. There's like 80% of this is just a CD or a or recording did you notice on the concourse anything that that some of the 
little food booths have changed up to like from Ben and Jerry's to like Ensure or Pedialyte or anything like that for the no no okay. <laughs> even your jokes about the concert go right back to the concessions you just <laughs> you can't even imagine being there without going to the concessions first Dippin' Dots were uh, we're all just Metamucil yeah that's right <laughs> eyeglasses seat pads. He's not concerned about what happened on the stage. What's going on in that concourse? I'm an American. No, Brady. They weren't selling old people food there. <laughs> they had already eaten. It was The show started at 8 o'clock. Their dinner oh, was yeah, at 4. You think they needed right. food? The concessions were empty. They're handing out Werther's at the, yeah, at the exactly. gate when you there walk you in. There you go. This is right out of their pockets. <laughs> yeah. some odd candy. Here's a nickel. Don't spend it all in one place. The Werther's girls out front <laughs> yeah. handing out free samples. But Steely Dan was incredible, and they don't move around either. But that thing was there. That was ridiculous. It was an amazing like. And then my dad tried to overbond with me. I think at one point, like we're having a nice uh, night's great, good weekend. Hung out with uh, dad, and he's still here. And then at one point, he's like, "Oh, this song is amazing." And he goes, "Didn't you have the eight track?" And we would just drive around, listen to this one. Is this the song? And I'm like, "Hmm." And he said, you you got the 8-track, and I would take it and put it. I'm like, look, first off, not sure I picked up the tab on any 8-tracks when this was out. I was four. <laughs> so I'm not real sure. I'm like, Dad, let me go grab the 8-track. We'll hop in the car. We'll go tooling around. I'm not sure that you're making me more of a friend at age four than I was. No, I think you had it. And I think you, I'm like, with what? What You bought it. Maybe I had it in my room, and you took it back. Hey, Dad, I just got a new 8-track player in the room. I'm going to go pick up some some tapes if you want to pop in and listen. Give me a call. Let me know what's going on. And he's like, yeah, that's true. Probably. <laughs> Maybe that wasn't me. Maybe some other rich four-year-old was buying eight tracks and you guys were driving around. Four-year-olds don't really foot the bill for much. Dad, let's get in the car. Will you drive me around a little bit? Put me in my seat. Drive me around. Listen to this. It's good stuff. Turn up the tequila sunrise. You might have been sitting album. on it in your not seat in the El Camino. <laughs> in, my, in the back. In the stuff behind the back. I did have an, uh, the Hotel California album. I was a big collector of records because of that Columbia House thing. And I would have a penny, and I'd see the commercial, and I'd lose my mind. I'm like, I've got a penny. And you'd get 10 albums for that. My mom would, all right, give it to him. And then I'd get records every once in a while. So I was probably four or five doing that. But I wasn't I wasn't picking up the tab on any of those. And she had to pay for the $37 album that you had to buy with the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 the $37 yeah. Gary Newman record yeah. that was showing up. <laughs> yeah, this guy says, the Eagles are the same as watching Bob Ross paint. It's good, but man, is it boring, and it's a fact. He's, they are Taylor Swift. They are the Taylor Swift of a past generation. Hit after hit after hit after hit, and every one of them is like, okay, thank you, next. They're not, I mean, at least the Eagles have songs that are classic, memorable. Th- I don't know that Taylor Swift stuff is going to yeah, be. Yeah, but she doesn't sit there. Her no, 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 but she's a, what I'm saying is basic bitch. That's what the gotcha. Eagles are. That's what she is. There's not a lot going on that yeah, that excites me about looking at Taylor Swift. She can be on stage. Again, it's stage presence. You can run, light fires, go crazy, and still have no stage presence. It's not about activity. It's about what you what you exude. Like, people just, Dave Grohl, when he was with Nirvana, I remember sitting there thinking, I just want to watch him. He just sit behind a drum kit playing drums. That dude just, Taylor Hawkins, same thing. Just whatever he had going on was like, he's interesting. Pat Smear, he tries. He is not interesting. He is someone that just sucks the energy out of energy vampires. But, yeah, the Eagles are a, oof, that's rough.
And again, I kind of got to the point where I'm like, these old people didn't pay. Two nights in a row, they sold out Footprint Center, and that's not necessarily a place for The Eagles just took the money, took it, and ran far. But the uh, they don't want to go to a show that's wrought with problems and live sound issues. So in a way, the Eagles are giving them what they wanted. It's probably their last concert ever anyway. And you end up going, well, at least it was perfect. It was too perfect. Way too perfect. It was like there wasn't a... There wasn't a glitch in the harmonies. And you're like, come on. Somebody hit the mic hard. Somebody burp one of those. You give me a little fade back. Get somebody do something wrong. And they're like, well, you can't when it's all vocal tracks. Because it was. But the old people left happy and people are leaving. Seeing. It'll throw them for a loop if they bring a guest up on stage to sing with them. Couldn't do it. <laughs> well, you'd have to let them know. Here's your in-ears and your tracks. And you're going to stay on our time. And then the drums are looped. There wasn't a... I don't, not for every song, because when Don Henley wasn't playing, they weren't. But you could tell. You can just hear the difference. You hear tracks, too. Oh, yeah. Like, you have an ear for tracks as well. I look at Brett, and he's always like, yep. I'm like, damn it. But Ozzy's the best and most glorious story of all. Because not only is it tracked, there's another singer live backstage making sure that Ozzy is just not gone. They have Ozzy's mic up just enough. To, to be sound and the guy behind him to overwhelm him and he stands back I forgot he was the singer of what band Warrant uh, yeah, yeah yeah he uh, sang Robert. for Warrent after J- uh, J- Janie Lane died and he would stand backstage and sing Ozzy's songs the whole time and he played with Metalhead for uh, yeah, yeah, right. still, yeah yeah I sing for uh, Ozzy I remember being on stage for one of the Ozfests doing an introduction and leaving and seeing a guy back there with a microphone I'm like what's he do he sings what? And Ozzy would stomp around. Come on, everybody! And they're like, all right, shut him down. The song's about to start. And the guy knew when the vocals were going. And Ozzy's job is to just keep it close to his mouth so people don't really see it. Or keep his hair draped down over his face. <laughs> but you get your money's worth in the end. Everything's a show. Show business. Yeah, show business. It's a business and it's a show. Expect nothing less. Uh, but it was it was still fun. The Eagles were interesting, and it is fun because, you know, you go to these, uh, you know, go to a concert with like you know, bolt thrower, <laughs> and those dudes had the same approach the Eagles have just just a bunch of dudes standing there screaming into a mic, and they don't move, they don't do a thing, just hoping that the music, the energy comes from the crowd. And boy, there was no energy in that crowd. I was waiting for a couple medical emergencies, just looking around. I'm like, there's going to be one death tonight. There's too many old people in here. You get 18,000 old people, and you're like, man, there's good, one of them's going There's going to be a heartache tonight is, is what should have. <laughs> like, there was definitely a heart attack in there somewhere. I didn't look at the, the news the next morning, but I had to imagine that that was the last night of life for a couple of them. They were excited. Their hearts couldn't take it. And they just popped and exploded on their way out singing, you know, Hotel California. You know, my left side hurts a little bit. I'm not going to lie. That was a, I think it was the chair. And then it had to be seven or eight deaths per Eagles concert. And nobody's looking into it because it's expected. So who had the wilder crowd, James Taylor or the Eagles? Oh, it was even up. There was a lot of shushing. <laughs> there was a lot of like, will you please be quiet? To anyone who had a conversation. It was like, it's like an opera. You got to remember, this is a group of people that used to just smoke weed and go to concerts. Back in the 70s, they were the fun ones. Now they can't stand up. They don't want to. They're mad at everybody. In a comfortable seat. I, I can't imagine how many talks about the border there were between songs. And they're like, these goddamn Mexicans. I'm sure of it. This is the, the post-hippie. Oh, my God, we made a lot of money in the 80s. 
And I'm not losing it to some Mexican in the 90s and now the just grumpy old Fox News viewers. I mean, there, it was... Angry at Desperado. <laughs> they were mad at every, Yeah, Desperado's too goddamn sketchy. Sing it in English. Desperate. That's better. Now we like it. Now, now you've come to your senses. But yeah, that will be the last time I see the Eagles. That's it for me. I'm glad I got to go. It was fun. You get that moment with your dad and you have those things and then you realize oh my god this is the taylor swift of the 70s these guys are a hit factory and there's nothing there there's nothing there but now i'm a taylor swift super fan go tay tay i hope i hope kelsey catches a thousand footballs on sunday and they beat the ravens and i can just see more tay tay in the super bowl and if they go and they play the san francisco 49ers i'll root for tay tay again because i don't want the niners to get their sixth championship that ties my Steelers. So I'm a Tay-Tay fan from here on out. Go Tay-Tay! And if it isn't uh, Tay-Tay, it's the Lions. And if the Lions get in, I'm a Lions fan because that makes everybody unhappy. And they have the fan base uh, about the size of a Dutch Brothers crowd. You know, it's, it's busy, but it's, and no one will care if they win or lose. It doesn't matter. Good for you, Lions. There is that group of people that, oh, I'd like to see the Lions. Sure. Because you know. they don't matter. Yeah. They're, they're a franchise in sports that just doesn't matter. So good. Lions won. That keeps everybody at bay. My team doesn't really matter. Uh, so the Lions won the Super Bowl this year. Okay. We can all eat that. We've been watching this Lions team suck for our entire lives. Let them have one. That's okay. Then go back to being the Lions. Nobody needs that garbage. But yeah, sports in full swing right now. You got that and you got basketball. Crazy stuff. But it's, uh, it's pretty awesome. To have uh, all the activities we have. But it is fun to watch 70-year-olds try to leave America West Arena all at once, too. That's... There you are. It was probably maybe 11.30 when it all ended. And uh, they were hip to the playlist because by the second-to-last song... All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> and it is a... Most of the time when you say, okay, let's beat the traffic, you, you leave your seat and you hightail it up those stairs. Oh, no, no. They beat traffic. It's like, let's go. And then the the slow migration of the turtles begins, and they start barely moving up the steps, barely moving out the concourse. You're not like I leave Suns games, and it's a pretty nice flow of human sized speed walking. The Eagles concert was like you're getting stuck at the mall. You're you're a lot of mall slow slow walking. Not one fight. No, there wasn't a single fist fight, which is a little disappointing. But yeah. Yeah, it was uh, a lot of people that look at Joe Walsh as an inspiration because he keeps screaming. I'm I love Joe Walsh. I'm 76 years old, and I'm, hey, never get old, hey. And then he's, and people are like, he's loving it. He's my dream. Like, I, me too, Joe. Like, don't, he's right. If you're looking at Joe Walsh as a guy who's like still got it together, whoa, lay down. Here's your pill, and just uh, we'll close the box when your eyes close. Merch. Get any merch? <laughs> I didn't, but there was a lot of sold merch. <laughs> a lot of Eagles merch. The long goodbye. It's it's appropriate. It should have been brought to you by Alzheimer's, which is also called the long goodbye. <laughs> Eagles cardigans out of stock. No, yeah, they had the cardigans and the uh, <laughs> the pill bottles. E-A-G-L-E-S replaced the days of the week. And... <laughs> Monday's now E and Tuesday's an A. Never got all high. 
Man, I would have gotten one of those. Yeah. Joe, I think Joe Walsh is some sort of mix between Joe Biden and Bill Maher. I think they had a baby and it just it became like Joe Walsh. I see that. It's crazy. But yeah. But I always take the opportunity when uh, your dad asks you to go to a concert that he would like. It's a treat. Because, you know, it's just it's just an interesting thing. Never had that um, shared yeah, concert moment. We did have a shared show or yeah. attendance. Uh, one was years ago when I first moved out here, probably the second year into it. I went to the Promise Keepers with my dad because he wanted <laughs> to no go. <laughs> and we left about two a hours. A bunch of dudes it. who uh, <laughs> have effed up their lives so bad they turned to some, uh, it was the Bill, what's his name? The old yeah, coach of Colorado. Bill McCarthy. That would tell all these old guys, like, don't worry about it. I know you're on your third divorce. Everything's going to be just it fine. Amer- it was at a America West yeah. Arena at the time. Sold out. Yeah. And, the you know, we went there, and uh, the audio was so bad. It just was hard yeah. to capture these but it's poignant a, it's, moments when these, uh, you know, because they share the, there's a bunch of different speakers. Kind of motivational, kind of a. A religious so, thing. Yeah. But it was a bunch of lost. It was a men's group, too. It was like for most, it was almost all men, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go there, and these dudes would yell at these dudes in their late fifties, early sixties about how, yeah, 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 yeah. But you can still, you can still be all right. How to treat your wife? How to be a a father? And then what happened? All of them were hosing on the side on their promise keepers tour. Yeah, don't say it was just Bill. Bill was the leader. Was the one that got caught, John? That's true. There you go. He he did. Yeah, that was the The layoff. But oddly enough, after Bill got caught, the whole thing shut down. So the rest of guys are like, oh. They go after you pretty hard when they catch you. Uh, I better keep it under wraps here. I'm going to quiet down. He confessed. <laughs> Which is brave. That made him a good... But he was going around telling all these dudes, that, you know, and almost all of them were so lost. The whole reason to go to Promise Keepers is because you were just like, I, I, I'm going to hang myself. I got to... Somebody's got to give me answers soon. Motivate me to not kill myself. So it was 15,000 dudes sitting in a circle listening to some other guy talk about how great life could be if you just followed his way. Was it Tony Robbins for swingers or what? I mean, Tony Robbins for dudes who are uh, on their about to face their third marriage. That's essentially what it is. And then a few guys like Torp who probably looked at it and said, "Well, this would be fun. They're going to talk about God and this with and my that. son." Yeah, you don't even. Yeah, it's a father son moment. We can really bond with the Lord Jesus. And what you found out was just it's a, well, bunch, it's a bunch of infidels trying to figure I'm out sure how, to, some, how to get to the next. There was step. some good stuff in there, but it was just <laughs> the echoing in the audio. You yeah. know where you're. Not all the way in the upper deck. You're right midway. Weren't bad seats. Yeah. And he looks at me. He's like, "That was a tough time." Uh, yeah, hearing it. No, it had to be. Let's go get something to eat. <laughs> you just left in the middle. <laughs> yeah, that works. Yeah, it was. It had to be like a. Uh, all right, how many of you guys have been busted with another lady? <laughs> well, Jesus Christ! I had no idea it was the entire on. All right, here's the problem you had. You got you got caught. Here's twenty steps on how to avoid that. <laughs> oh, thanks, Bill. <laughs> That was great. The guy taught me a lot. Ah! Jesus, how many guys are on their third marriage? Ah! Christ, I can't hear. Now we're going to hear from Warren Sapp. <laughs> yeah. You get a hook in your room, you toss that bitch out in the road, $400. Ah! Thank you, promise kept. It was that was a pretty awesome. There, there needs to be a documentary about that whole operation. I think it's still it's running. it's hilarious. It's a funny one. Because it is, it's t- you know you, you you take money, you take eighty five bucks a ticket from a bunch of dudes who are lost. That's easy, easy pickings. You'd find a vulnerable age group and a vulnerable 
demographic that doesn't get talked to too often. Third marriage dude who's been he's been cut in half so often that he realizes I got to work till I'm eighty. It's my fault. Somebody talked me into not killing myself, and that's basically what it was. The Lord's with you. He's you got a friend in Jesus. You know, if you paid eighty five dollars to have a guy tell you there's still someone who likes you, he's he's imaginary, but he's here. Some well, guys so bad. saying to you, "Where are you finding this eighty five dollar deal?" <laughs> right, I'm, yeah, they're like one hundred and fifty bucks a ticket. <laughs> yeah, prisons. And uh, motivational speaker places are where Jesus hangs out most. Because the guys in the audience don't have any friends left. They've, they've burned them all up. <laughs> I made some bad deals, lost my third wife. Uh, anybody relate to that story? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's fun. But yeah, it was a, yeah, go to that, go to a, if you can, go to an old man concert before you're done. It's, but take Kurt. Get get the old man. What's his band like? Who would he go see? Uh, he would have he went and seen the Eagles. We just totally yeah. slipped my mind. You got to throw elbows into him a few times to make sure they're still awake too. It gets pretty late. Late night. Eagles took stage a little after nine and played for uh, two hours and twenty minutes. It's pretty darn they were, good. They were old when we saw them the yeah first early nineties. Oh uh, yeah, all these perfect sounds coming out of them, and then Henley goes on the mic and he's got a lozenge in his mouth. <laughs> We all got sick. Oh, come on. You've been singing perfect. You're on the... Three of us can barely talk. Vince Gill still sings better than most of us when he's sick. There are stars. I'm like, no, you could barely talk a second ago. Crisp. But I guess that's what you pay for. You pay for a good show, and they gave it, except for on stage or vocally. Go Eagles. Proud of you. Take all that money. Take the money. Spend some time with your parents. It was a nice weekend. My buddy Mark, who's been around me since fifth grade, and we all went to dinner with my dad, and it was very strange to have that group of people all adult and grows up. and The stories. Eh, a few of them. Mostly just uh, being jacked. Recaps. Yeah, and kind of just laughing about new stuff, which was the good thing. We didn't have to lean too much on going backwards. We all finally got to admit we jerked off to my sister's friends. That was, what's, that was something missing from when we were <laughs> younger. Is that my dad's like, you think I didn't stand in the window and... I bought a goddamn vacuum, and I'm like, well, I tell that story all the time. Oh, he owned it finally. Oh, huh? he owned it. He knows. <laughs> he remembered her name. <laughs> the girl was, and it was great because they're, you know, Mark and I are laughing. That girl was hot. Mark's like, we used to just, like, when John wasn't around, go, let's go over to Holmberg's house and see if his sister's friends are there. They just, they just come over, and I knew it. They'd knock on the door, and I wouldn't let them in because I'm like, I'm busy, guys. I'm beating off in the window. I don't need you two here. Want to play ColecoVision and do that too. Who's back there? Everybody's back there. It's my house. No, there's, I was like the I was the red velvet rope to my sister's pool parties, which were ridiculous. I mean, to this day, it's what was going on back then. I remember that day. My I dad. feel like family now. A couple weeks ago, I was golfing with a guy, and the guy ends up graduating from uh, Dobson. Yeah, at, near you, maybe a year or two older yeah. than you. But it's like, yeah, his sister, man, Chugs. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I don't need No, you can hear it all day. It's, it's, it's reality. But that's how I felt. I'm like, that's hilarious. Yeah, well, you you know the stories. Yeah, you've been around. Probably nailed her. I don't know. More than likely, same year, same class. It was a lot going on in the '80s. It's Hispanic was his name. Oh, oh yeah, he nailed her. He nailed her. Yeah, I met I him. Say. I met him. I'm sure I shook hands with that guy. I stole your bike. Yeah, he probably took my diamond back <laughs> and my pivot. He's chasing me around the world. Good uh, bikes, great trucks. <laughs> I remember you. Where's my bike? Adios mio. He does remember. He probably rode his bike to the golf game. 
DUI. Uh, at 624. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? A good one on this uh, rainy, messy Monday. Uh, and Bills fans, again, boy, do they need a promise keeper. Keep your heads up. But seriously, it's it's never going to happen. Just I'll let you know now if you're a Bills fan. Never. Check on Paul Sarah this weekend? I did. I talked to okay. him last right. night. It's never, ever, ever going to happen. And poor Paul has to live with the idea that he's Paul Sura, Coyotes in-house PA announcer and Buffalo Bills fan. I mean, could he be? It's him. If Paul just, I mean, he's surrounded by the Coyotes on a regular basis uh, as a career. And then, but yeah, he had a rough go last night. I texted him. I, said, I wanted to I'm, reach out. I'm like, no, I'm going to wait. You know, he's, I'm waiting. It's like a death in the family. I said exactly what I said this morning. I'm like, Paul, how do these people, you're from there. How do you wake up in January and realize the Bills have done this to us again and not just leap off the four-story building that's made of tar and bricks and garbage that make most of Buffalo happen? Leap off the Ambassador Bridge. I mean, just do it. (laughs) It's time to go. You're in Buffalo. That's bad enough. I think if I woke up th- my third day in Buffalo, Bills fan or not, I'd be like, I can't. 72 hours in Buffalo, I'm going to jump. I'm jumping off that bridge. Oh, that's in Detroit. Wherever it is. Whatever. They've got one, too. Whatever the bridge is that takes you over to Canada from Buffalo. They, get, they got They'll one. make one They tomorrow. got one, too. <laughs> Detroit and Buffalo. Detroit is the nice Buffalo. They're, ugh, can you imagine? Detroit's the good Buffalo. <laughs> That's like, you know, Toledo and Tucson being in a battle on what's better. <laughs> I'm so sorry to the Bills fans. I can't imagine. Me with my six championships and 17 straight winning seasons. Still no. The same exact amount of championships that the Steelers had. This Zero. You didn't get one. Oh, heartbreaking. Sorry, Bills. Uh, a good wake-up song. For, maybe if there's one called Wide Right, we should play it. And we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. Thank you, Mike and the Molotovs. That is the theme for 2024, and we appreciate them doing it. Some guy said they saw him this week and said, Hey, I think that's the same guy from Goth Brooks. That's the rumor. Unconfirmed. Oh, boy. Now, this one says, Swifties are becoming the next Cowboys and Philly fans. They're just annoying. The only reason I put up with it is because I want uh, to bang some of them, if I'm honest. <laughs> Am I a tool for that? <laughs> and he just writes down, Chon Chon is Chon Chon. I don't know what that means in my either. language, but I have a feeling I can figure it out. Thanks, Daniel. It is true, and that's a phrase that should be on a T-shirt. I don't, ca- I don't know if it's offensive in languages I don't understand, but chon-chon is chon-chon. There's no denying it. That guy's written a sad one. This guy says, uh, geez. Uh, says, this is the first time writing into the show. I've been a listener for a few years. My dad was a listener for as long as I can remember. You were my dad's favorite radio show. Every morning on his way home from work, he would listen to you. And then text me stuff you talked about, all the funny things he liked. Tomorrow, January 22nd, that's today, will mark two years since he has left the Earth. He's a spaceman? <laughs> I was wondering if you could play Alice in Chains, uh, any song, in memory of him and all the other dads who didn't make it as long as we had hoped. Thanks for reading. Uh, signed, Dana. Jeez, that's, 
I spent a whole weekend with my dad. Not to rub it in or anything. I'm just saying. I understand. I, 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 well, well, yeah, that's that, cool, sounded, that sounded a lot worse. But yeah, you know. Toledo's throwing you the finger yeah. in the other room, too. Well, this guy's got it one up. Even, you know. His dad may have left the earth two years ago. Toledo's dad hasn't left the earth yet. He still hasn't seen him. He's still on the earth. This guy at least had the decency to leave the atmosphere. Toledo's dad's walking amongst us. It's, uh, yeah, I'm sorry for your loss. And we'll throw in a little, we'll try to get some Allison Chains on for you and your dad, Dana. I want more. Like, I got questions. Like, how did it happen? I don't like that phrase when people die. He left the earth. I don't know what that means. No, he didn't. Don't say that unless you launched the dude. He's, he should still be here, even dead. He should still be hanging around earth, but just in a very stationary position. Maybe in a bottle or something like a genie, but. Uh, we had a. Confirmation. Uh, chon-chon in Spanish is the P. You pointed to your mm-hmm. nethers. Okay. Yep. Oh, it's Spanish? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's, I've never heard that before. That's what here. Victor Enriquez <laughs> well, said. Then, then so, then I mean, he would true. know. <laughs> With a name that ends in a Z. <laughs> oh. Well, sorry about that to anyone that may have been offended. I don't know what that stuff is. Don't write those down. Now they're all hitting us. Armando Banda said the same thing. Hey, it's Chicano slang for vag, by the yeah, way. Chon Chon is Chon Chon. Yeah. Ray Vega has chimed in. Hey, <laughs> you know what Chon Chon means. I do now. Thanks, Ray. We could have called your sister's boyfriend yeah, back would've, in the day. Knew, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably, that's what he's emailing in. <laughs> Enriquez Vega, sure. Like you said, you kind of knew what it was, but didn't know what language. Right. I had a general idea. I thought maybe it might have been native. but That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I, was but, going, I was going Navajo on that one. Great spirit, need a little chun-chun. I thought for sure that was something that had been said on reservations. but Man, what I could go for, a little fire and water and some chun-chun. <laughs> now I question all my relatives calling me John-John when I was a kid. I'm like, wait a minute, maybe they weren't saying that at all. There's that little John John. Hi, I heard you. Yeah, whatever, John John. <laughs> Are they calling me a Spanish name or nah? Is it Chone? I don't know what it is. I'm never going to speak your language. You guys will take the country over and I'll be the guy still going, you should be. Uh, I like this story. This was pretty great. I was watching... Uh, this is like we have a. We'll get into this in a second. But Channel Twelve and Brady's friends with Mark Curtis, and locally they're now they're doing a town hall, and I can't wait to watch the town hall about the teen violence, the rise in teen violence because Gooner Gilbert has some. Every major metropolitan area has a city that you just, ugh, and Gilbert has taken it from Paradise Valley. It used to be PV. They used to be the ones that if, God forbid, anything criminal happened in their neighborhood, they just didn't tolerate it. They called the news. They blamed politicians. They were standing in town hall meetings. That one crime. All right. We also had a dust-up at uh, the In-N-Out Burger, these Gilbert goons. And you start laughing like, guys, settle down. The whole thing. But now they're having a town hall meeting. And I can't wait to watch these. Do you realize what you've just created, Channel 12? And... Tip the cap. Gilbert moms past their prime. We all know it. They know it. But they're still dressed like their teen daughters, worried about teen violence. And you said, hey, want to be on TV? Oh, they're getting ready for it starting now. If it Line starts, them up. They are going to be, they're going to get their hair done. They're so afraid of going out of their house because of the teen violence uptick in Gilbert. But I guarantee you today, 
Sephora gets raided. Uh, all the stores that they've been so afraid to go to, they're going to hit their hairstylist, makeup. They're going, uh, well, fast. I'm going to go on Channel 12 today to talk about the rise in teen violence, how scary it is to be outside. And they're going to be doing this at the place where they're getting pedicures together. And not one of them's uh, afraid to go out today because the TV cameras are on. Channel 12, I love what you're doing. If they can't get a pedicure today, it's full. Oh. They can't get their proper makeup because they're sold out. It's because of the goons. The goons. They, do, they, well, they bought all a, the stock. There was a rush. And we had to get up. Oh, putting cameras on Gilbert Moms right now. Oh. Is the town hall meeting at oh. Postino's or where, where, where's that being held <laughs> at tonight? Be. They're having a new brochette. <laughs> oh, we got Postino's. They're having a nice, they have a new sandwich. And I love how they do their bread. They go coast to coast with the mayo. <laughs> D- teen violence. You are the, you are officially, Gilbert, the most annoying city. I would, I'd rather live in Maryvale. I honestly, <laughs> I'd rather just take the bullets and knives of Maryvale. Than I would live in Gilbert for one second to listen to that woman in her daughter's bedazzled pants and a half shirt she should not be wearing anymore. Talking about how scary it is to be outside. Stop it. Oh, we only had two drinks at Postinos because the sun went down. (laughs) You guys call the news over everything. Hey, how about this? Suck it up. Chon Chons. (laughs) I just learned that. Suck it up and be normal people. Wow, my kids are acting up. Horrible fight. Yeah, you had a you had a couple fist fights. We arrested the one you wanted the most. Christopher Fantastic is behind bars. You guys can rest easy. Four felonies, yeah, I guess. I know this mind. kid was terrible. They got him. I demand justice immediately. And meanwhile, there's a story going around about a little girl who was standing two years ago in front of her house. Somebody drove by, shot her dead. And it was in a cruddy neighborhood and uh, killed her. And, the, and her parents have been begging for somebody to investigate. The, Please, can we get some answers? Gilbert has like a fight at the in and out. And, we need a town hall on television. This is horrifying. There's been multiple fights. Right. And, uh... Maryville wants a town hall for that little girl that was just playing in her front yard and took a bullet. No investigation, no nobody, no arrests. Gilbert's like, I demand everyone arrest everyone. I need to hear from the mayor on this. Yeah. We need to yell at our chief of police. Our city leaders and ask them, what's going on with our own children? Huh? This is the stupidest town hall of all time. You guys are literally going to stand up behind a microphone and ask the mayor of Gilbert what's wrong with your kids? <laughs> Go f*** yourselves, Gilbert. Are you going, Brady? Oh, yeah. You have yeah. You're a resident of Gilbert. You got to go. I don't, must. I don't. No. Yeah. A must. You must go and be the only one in the back. I want to, you know what I want to hear in the back? <laughs> I want to hear your silly little laugh in the back. At, oh, my son went to school. He's in Highland High School. He's a junior. And the other day, a boy pushed his books from his hand and his laptop hit the ground, and we had to buy him a new one. <laughs> and the teachers did nothing. Oh, you mean he, he got bumped into? Oh! Don't bring up the trauma. Hey, I'm bringing a kid from Maryvale real quick and tell you about his day at school. He was stabbed twice and he finished sixth period. He he got a he got a D, but at least he got out of there. He's like fifty cent. He got stabbed nine times, yeah. shot ten times. And I know the answer already from Gilbert Mom. Well, there's a reason we don't live in Maryvale. We don't want it happening here. So anytime anything bad happens, we call the news. I would love it to be like almost a blazing saddles moment where. Oh. Like, the parent is saying, my little angel, and he's wearing the bandolero bullet crossing vest thing. <laughs> right. He wouldn't do anything to anybody. Yeah. If you can't tell me your kids 
name on Xbox, I don't want to hear from you. You're not paying attention to your little idiot because I guarantee you the N word or the F word is in his name on Xbox and he's getting away with murder because you guys want to be his friends. But Mark Curtis and Caribe Divine hosting that town hall, they see where it's at. They get it. Bunch of hot Gilbert moms trying as hard as they can. And you know what's going to be awesome? They're all going to be crying, and they're all going to be sad, and they're emoting. Not one of them's going to show it because their Botox is so stiff that they can barely, they can, their faces are going to be like stone. Take it from a guy who's done Botox. You can't move. It's brutal. I have no forehead action at all, and it's hilarious. But my face was hilarious to begin with. I'm playing with it. You guys think you look better. Stone heads. And this, this. Fluid leaking from my eyes, even though I show absolutely no emotion on my face, proves that I'm sad. I grew up in Mesa. Mesa was the, that, when we grew up in that time, was the annoying suburb, sleepy suburb of, it was awful. Mormon capital. Mormon capital. Anything that went wrong was a humongous news story. Now Mesa's got Westwood and Mesa High and all that. Uh, eh, Kind of ignore the stabbings at this point. It's pretty much a, it's day to day. It's where the landscapers live. That's Mesa's new thing. The poor Mormons and the landscapers live there now. And then all the Mormons just skedaddled over to Gilbert. Now they've got a, a, a trouble. So Queen Creek, look out. Here they come. They just keep moving east till they end up in Grant, New Mexico. This is better. That Christopher Fantastic Boy is so far away. <laughs> Good. You arrested a bad guy. Guess what? That happens when you're in a city, you morons. I think the big the question... Things. That they're asking and and um, is our parents hiding their kids or protecting their sure kids from being, you know, if they were part of it. Yeah. But then the latest you hear is like, they're, well, if you don't really have a video of the yeah. let me ask actual fight or whatever, it's hard to arrest somebody. Would you uh, hide Kirby? Absolutely, you would. You're a parent. You're going to protect your kid. I would. I would hide Kirby. Yeah. If she says, nope, I didn't do it, well, I believe course, what my do you kid. think she's going to come yeah. home and go, I murdered someone today, right. I need your help. It's not going to be, I got into a big fist fight for no reason at all, I attacked yeah. someone in a parking lot. I, I need your help. And you're hoping that your kid right. would say, I messed up. Of course not. Oh, she's, she's randomly attacking people in parking lots. You think she's going to come home and fess up to mom and dad? That's the problem with Gilbert mom. They think their angel's going to come home and just spew. We have a great relationship. We talk about everything. Especially his violent crimes. Well, no, he, he says he didn't do those. Yeah, because that's what violent criminals say. But just it's like the stupid. information travels so fast, there have been a lot of accusation yeah. on kids that had nothing to to do with it, really, so far. That, that Then it goes into the families. That's because they've created a storm. Yeah. And so, of course, they're like, we want arrest. you got to question tons of people. They don't know what's going on. Their parents don't know. Why would the cops all of a sudden have it figured out if you can't even tell which one of your kid's friends is knocking over liquor stores? <laughs> Remember the movie uh, Catch Me If You Can when the FBI went over to Walken's house? You know, I would never give you my son. Never. You think I'm going to turn him in? You're wrong. Yeah. Every parent has that feeling like he may be doing something wrong, but you figure it out. <laughs> I don't know the details, so I'm not going to just go, yeah, let's go. I'll tell you exactly where he is. I want to know. You come to me and say, hey, I think Brady's doing bad things. I'm like, well, tell me what you think he's doing and prove it. Let's look into it. Do you know where he is? Uh, Tell me what he's done. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. So, of course, there's people thinking that. Of course, there are parents involved in going, all right, my little angel wouldn't do that. But, man, it's going to be hot. 
It's going to be hot. This guy says, hey, you do Miss Piggy's voice for the Gilbert mom. Why is that? They're more appealing than that. Deep down inside, they're all Miss Piggy's. <laughs> they just they just dress in their daughter's clothes. Kermy. Oh, Kermy. My little angel wouldn't do these things. <laughs> it is hilarious. But the town hall. And you know that's the embarrassment. Gilbert mom, ponytail, no makeup. I'll respect you. You go in there, Instagram filtered, camera ready. And I'll know why you're really doing it. If you're if you're afraid you won't look pretty while you complain about teen violence, you're not that worried about teen violence. You still took the time to make sure you looked awesome. I got no respect for that. People who are really concerned about teen violence show up in a pair of sweatpants going, hey, what are we doing about this? If you show up with your ring lights, you can right. get your selfie just right, right. then... <laughs> Yeah, I said that. I mean, uh, last week I was just I just shook my head, couldn't believe it. Going into a, a place in Gilbert, and they already had the tables out, collect taking straight donations, cash for the anti bowling thing. I'm <laughs> right. like, oh, They're taking are money you for kidding me. No more bull- for anti bowling. Uh, you know, you the timing of it, right? These two uh, college age brilliant dudes that just had a table set up. Genius, there. tapping into the purses of the. Paranoid lunatic Gilbert mom. I love it. Did they show you how to place tiny classified ads too? I mean, like <laughs> Don another grift. That was the only thing that was missing. <laughs> yep, few bucks ought to stop a kid from being mean to another kid. You know what you could do is if you feel bullied, that's a good idea. A fundraiser, and then kids who are like, "Hey, I've been getting bullied." You give them twenty bucks, and when the bully comes by, just hand over the money because that's what the bully. Hey, give me your, give me that donation. That's what we do. We pay fees. Yeah, we, we pay we, bully we, fees. We pay the weak kids to give the bullies some cash. We'll put that. We'll we'll keep this at bay. I giggle like crazy. Somebody said, "Hey, I'd love to have Brady go up to the podium at the town hall and go." You know the big travesty around here is. There's not enough pinwheels for everybody. What's what's with the spread? <laughs> I could have catered spread here. I think the- you should do it because it's no different than a Gilbert mom going up in her done hair and her looking like a million bucks could tell everybody how afraid she is. Is you going up going? You know what I think? What's a stop to all this? If everybody had something in their hand, boss sauce, delicious boss sauce goes with just about everything you'd ever need. You'll get your two minutes. It's free. It's on channel twelve. It is the silly. And Maryvale just sits back and goes, are you f- kidding me? There's been a dead body in my yard before. You're worried about teen violence and Gilbert? To the point where you got to get the city involved? It's a simple solution. Take your kid's keys to his used BMW and he can't go anywhere. If you're that worried about teen violence, he's not allowed out of the house for a while. Keep them all inside. If I was the mayor of Gilbert, I'd be like, "You got to, you got. Are y'all kidding me?" I was at the Burger King this weekend. Uh, not one of your kids seemed too worried about teen violence as they were strewn all over the parking lot trying to figure out where to go buy their cocaine because you guys give them too much money. Little angels. Yep. Your angels weren't afraid this weekend. Why are you? I'm afraid to send him out in his Range Rover. Oh, it's used, but it's still it's awesome. He's the he's the best car on the block. And if the other kids get one, I'm going to get a better one. Yeah, it's pathetic, and it's just, and it won't end. Like, every time I turn it on, like, oh, it seems like they got enough of them. They got a few more on deck they can go get. The cops seem to be getting it done. Not fast enough. Maryvale, meanwhile, say, hey, I found a head in my backyard. You guys want to do something? We'll be buying a couple of days. 
There was a dude on TV the other night in a neighborhood that sucked. I think it was in Ohio somewhere. This house burned down, and the response time of the fire department was like 18 minutes, 20 minutes. They had something else going on. <laughs> like, yeah, my whole home burned down. They didn't even show up. It's like, yeah, what are we going to do? Well, we were really busy. And then everybody just kind of left. No town hall. Who doesn't even have a house? We want action. So congratulations, Gilbert. You've got the most annoying women in the city. Scottsdale isn't as annoying anymore. And that's an annoying <laughs> mom hut. People are still trying to teach me how to say chan chan. I know. Everybody's doing that. <laughs> that's important. It's like Rosetta Stone over here. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, that's not one that Rosetta goes with. Oh, well. They had a story I also saw in Colorado where these uh, – Doug Hopkins has this happen more often than you know. He's not, he's not telling all the stories, and it's great, but TV's Doug Hopkins will send me – he sent me pictures, and it always, it, the, it always says, I don't get enough for this. And he's in a house where whoever left – because he does as-is buys. So he'll go through, and he's like, I'll give you this amount for your house. It needs a lot of work. Uh, the guy, and usually the person that is bad, like there's a few people who take it like – get out of the house and they're mad about it and uh so he'll go through and he's like okay so he'll get it and then he goes through after they move out and it's a few times more often than not that they'll just take huge <laughs> smeared all over the place oh there's no like or what's surprising is when someone will call and say hey i, I gotta get rid of this place and they go okay and Hopkins, majority of the time, everybody's normal. They're just looking, you know, for a, a real estate deal that's faster and better and everything else. But sometimes they call them up and they're like, things have gotten out of hand in here and we'd like to sell it. <laughs> and we heard you'll do it as is. We don't really want to deal with it. We're not. And he goes in and there's like, it's, it's trash. Order central crazy stuff or Ugh. poop in the toilet, things like that, or poop in the tub. It just hasn't been clean. Well, it's just- I don't think they ever. It's Hoarders. You've seen yeah. that show, Hoarders? Yeah. Sometimes they call Doug, and he'll send me a, a quick photo like, uh-oh. The one time he told me, because when I first started this years ago, there was a lady who called. He said, very kind on the phone. said, like, you come take a look at my house. And he goes, go in. house looked great for me. I said, open the door. And he goes, and this whoo, hits me, this whoo. When you're hit with something pungent, oh, when you open the door. Yeah, and he, got, and he said, I got in the house, and I, said, and he, I, said, I just looked at this woman, and I go, I'll be right back. And he goes out, here's your five grand. I'm not taking this. Blah, blah, and just starts going. He said it was it was like What's it in was there? horrible in there. Oh. I didn't know what it was. This guy in Colorado, uh, I don't know if he does the same thing, but uh, they're going through a house that just got purchased. And there's some stuff, you know, people left a freezer and all. And they go in and they open up the freezer and there's a human head in there. Yeah, I said that was the one I was oh, in did the you freezer bring out front. Yeah, yeah last okay. week. Yeah, right. they were showing it on the news this weekend. And the, guy, the guy's face... His eyes were huge. I thought you'd done that one. I don't know if it was the same one. But on the news over the weekend, he's like, just head was just, I don't know what to do. And I bet you Hopkins hasn't told me yet, but I'm sure there's been a, probably a body removal. Anyone that packs up and just leaves stuff. Oh, that's, yeah. Like the upright freezer. Sure. Or the- and it's, you know, functioning. But you're like, ah, that's an evidence box. I'm not taking that. But how dumb are you? Like, if you killed somebody and left the head in the freezer and you sell to, like, TV's Doug Hopkins, you take the freezer. That's the only thing you take, right? It's got the head in it. You had to know that. I had a, uh, well, a buddy of mine, he moved to Oklahoma, 
it's about a year ago, and same thing. But he bought property, and on that property were two of those uh, like storage containers, and the guy just left everything. It was uh, beneficial the other way. He opened up the one, and there's a brand new riding tractor. Pulls that out, another tractor, and then there's opens up these two uh, 55 gallon drums. Yeah. Opens up the first. There's 33 pellet guns in the boxes. Huh. And then the other barrel was all the pellets. Evidently, he's trying to get rid of the uh, doves on his property uh, or whatever. He just left all of that stuff there. Eh, it's just heavy. Yeah, I don't blame him for that. At least he's not criminal. Unless he stole pellet guns for a living. And then the other bucket, eight heads. Yeah, and if you find a bunch of heads, that's the bucket you take. You have to know your head bucket. You can't own a home and be like, oh, shoot, did we leave the head freezer in the garage? You know, and the person who lives with you knows. If if the if the people going through are like, hey, they left a freezer and it still works. Oh, okay, this is why they forgot their murder head. You have a head in your house. Don't leave it to TV's Doug Hopkins to find. You're done. And that's the thing they were showing on the news. They're like, they've contacted the old owners. Uh, no word quite yet. We think they're murderers. <laughs> they have a head. They have a severed head in their freezer. That's is it. Ted Williams. I got one of the pellet guns. Did you? That's yeah, nice. Yeah. You have some. See, that's just, I've left stuff behind when you move. I was in, in the box, brand new. Yeah. They've got to be, it, it, it's at least 20 years old. Probably stolen. But, you know, if you've got a bucket full of pellet guns, nobody has that. That's You're up to no good there. You stole that. Or they were already there and you just rolled the bucket in. But barrels of that. That's I, I left when I, had, when I left that house. That's kind of cool. It's like treasure boxes, like storage containers. That's the best. Just left. That's why the Storage Wars show is so yep. amazing. It's because you don't know what's in there. Probably a severed head at one point. It's, yeah, it's pretty, it's it's kind of a silly, I, I, like a job. That, like Doug going into those houses, I'm like, what do you, what, like, oh, you, bro, I can't tell you half stuff. It's like crazy what people leave behind. Bodies, heads. He, I, he's never told me he's found one of those. But I mean, just, they just leave. Like people just don't have any attachment to anything. Just go. I always had a couple of items in the houses that I moved into. Well, nobody takes everything. You yeah. always leave something. I did that. I had that. Or you forget in- about uh, what's up in the attic, or well, then you got to go up there. That's the bigger problem. Yeah. Nobody wants to go to the attic. Nobody wants to figure out. I'm not climbing that thing. I haven't seen that stuff in ten if years. I haven't been using yeah, it. Yeah, somebody, somebody, somebody else's there, issue. Yeah. When I was in Sholo, I had uh, a bunch of stuff from the guy I bought the house from. He left the third stall of the garage just packed full, and I rented the house to somebody. And when I booted them and said I was going to sell, they left everything. The whole garage was a disaster. I went up there to clean it out, and I looked, and I'm like, this is a disaster. Like, these guys just, everything they own was thrown in a pile in the garage. I opened that garage door. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And it was all trash and junk. And I'm and I as I went through it, I kept thinking, I'm going to find a head. But they were nice enough to at least take the bodies that they had. And all the meth, I'm sure, because they were Sholo people. And in Sholo, that's what everyone does. There was no meth, and there was no bodies. It was just a bunch of garbage. And Those broken. barrels are for our water store. Well, they're empty. <laughs> right. We took the water. We're not stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, ridiculous. But, yeah, to find a head like that, I don't, you know, the new owners. I'm, and that's actually a pretty good move by the new owners. If you murder somebody, and you, then you go buy a dump of a house, you take that murder fridge, and you put it in their closet. And be like, hey, the people I bought the house from just left this severed head in the f- genius. Now they're on to the old owners. And they, uh, really? they, they're searching for them, I think. Or yeah, whoever finds the severed head, 
did it. Almost always. That's what I, I, I I'm, if I'm a cop, I'm like, you did this. Because I'm looking at a severed head in my, in a fridge. And I'm like, uh-oh. I, that, how did that not get found by the real estate agent, by uh, an inspector? Unless you go through the no inspections, no nothing, let's make this deal fast. You're up to no good, too. And you got to peek in there. And so there's paperwork that says I'll that, leave the freezer. Most of the time, that's my first thought was they brought that head in and they're distracting us to look at the old owners. They bought an old dumpy house with a bunch of trash in it and they threw the head of the person they killed in there. That would be a good move. But now they're after the old owners who nobody leaves the severed head. You just don't. And paperwork and documents of where you are and what they were taking that head with them. I'd look at the new owners. Hey, we happen to find a severed head in a brand new location. You brought that with you. Well, finders keepers. You're going to jail. I tell you, I move into a house and find a severed head. I'm burying that head. Never saying a word about it. Because who leaves the severed head? Nobody. No good killer. Not at all. If I was moving in, find body parts and stuff. Well, imagine moving into your uh-uh. place and they did leave the, you know, the freezer. You open up and there's a bunch of meat in it. Yeah, you're not keeping that meat. No, it's like even if it had dates on it, like no. ah. listen to you. That's a, I never that's a thought I'd hear those you. words from him. <laughs> but did you see he checked the dates? Even in his fantasy, he's like, well, what are the dates? And it, well, no, of course you're not keeping saying, yeah. found food, even if the dates are good, Brady. Elk from. Never ever open a fridge with the hope that it's good inside. If you throw the whole thing out, we got to teach him everything. He was thinking about it even in his fantasy. Well, I well, checked the expiration. I think it's still good. Wilson, he did get it last October. Did you check for injection marks? Ooh, didn't think of that. Too busy celebrating the expiration dates. How fast did that sale go through that the meat in the freezer is still good? <laughs> We're keeping it. The old owners left us a gift. That was yeah. the one thing I requested. Part is the purchase. Yeah, meat stays. Yeah, and the fill. When I move in, the freezer's full of Omaha steaks. <laughs> <That's or right. laughs> Steel is kaput. But yeah, there's... Snake River rat Wagyu. Uh, that's just <laughs> advice. If you find a head on there, you're being set up. You're going to jail. Bury that head. Never say a word. Ever. <laughs> the worst case scenario: somebody shows up and says, "Hey." Got a buried head in your backyard. I'm like, I do? Must be the old owners. It's the same story you'd tell with the fridge, so just pretend like it didn't happen. What? I think that if you have a severed head, you find, more than likely, you're trying to trap somebody else. I'm not a murderer. But if I cut your head off and I keep it, I'm not going to forget it when I sell the house. That's first and foremost. That is what I'm bringing along. That, the... You know, that weird sex toy. You you don't leave that stuff behind. Stupid. Another th- and then The uh, one thing. It's the only thing that was in there. Right. Yeah, he left. It was the trophy. that The dude moving into the house killed someone and is trying to frame the old owners. That's it. <sighs> Honey, did you get the head? Oh, damn it. There isn't an ounce of that that I read as found. When I'm watching, it was on Fox News this week, and they're talking to the guy. I'm like, he's guilty. There's no way you find a severed head. And then call the news. No, no. Wise thinking, man. Jesus, there's a head. I better alert everyone. No. If you have a cop friend, even, you don't even call them just in case. Like, hey, I found a head. I'm looking at you. 
And then the hard-hitting newsman Mike Broomhead here in town fires over a story this weekend. Texts us a story. Pretty good one, too. going to steal his thunder, huh? I told him. him, I said, look, we're going to have the exact same opening to shows today. He sends me a picture of a guy. The headline says, girlfriend farts on man's face during oral sex, sets off allergic reaction to peanuts. (laughs) The dude did it. So I'm like, that can't be real. Sure enough, you know, you run the risk. And this is why Brady says it's a woman's sewer. Never go down there. He learned from his dad. No hair pie. Uh, death from inti- intimacy-related anaphylaxis is what it's called. It's got a name. It's exceedingly rare. But a woman's sewer can create all sorts of trouble. If she's on antibiotics that you shouldn't be taking, puff you up like a blowfish. Uh, sometimes, and they said it, it's a really gross phrase, too. Uh, it says, uh, uh, it happened back in March of 2019, a woman died from doing it to a fella. She had peanut allergies and whatever protein was going on inside him was similar to that and it popped her head off. (laughs) Oh, swelled her up. Uh, women who have sex, uh, with men and the, uh, potential allergens transfer from oral mucosa to a patient receiving, uh, that can cause it too, so it goes back and forth. Death from intimacy-related anaphylaxis has become more common, although still exceedingly rare. And post-mortem analysis is inherently difficult. Nobody goes to the doctor for it. They literally blew their own heads off. <laughs> but that's a thing now. That we've become so weird about peanut allergies that this uh, <laughs> you can actually fire it into somebody's head and they'll puff up. It's real. Now, this one came from a girl farting during that activity and uh, gave the kid pink eye. The first I looked up all these stories. I'm like, this can't be. He did. She farted on him. Pink eyed him. He was worried about that. And then his lips blew up. Because that fecal mist. Yeah. So he, his eye. He, well, that's not farting. That's taking a <laughs> somebody's face. I've seen it on the Internet. The fecal mist. No. And by the way, if you're doing that and a girl farts, game over. She's out. Go home forever. Yeah, what a pig. You're a pig. Deal breaker? Deal breaker? (laughs) Deal breaker? Let me introduce you to my friend Ornthal. That's mutual. Get out of here. You don't fart during that moment. If you do, it's on purpose. Nobody's that relaxed. You, You know when that's happening. Your whole point of that activity is to clinch everything up and make sure nothing comes out until you're ready. You move you, out of you, the way. Yeah, you I have mean, a gas bubble. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Keep going. No. Hog over. Yeah. You don't do it to a woman. She doesn't do it to you. But he gave him pink eye. <laughs> and he didn't find that out until after the doctor gave him all sorts of shots to make his face unswell. And then a few days later, he's rubbing his eyes. Like, ah, ah. It was from the fart. He thought he got the, the peanut thing from the fart. Nope. That pig was gross. So, again. <laughs> earlier conversation, chone, chone is chone, chone. Be Clean careful because sometimes, sometimes you might be allergic to it. Real story, too. I thought Mike was messing around. The headline is very funny because it's off of a joke site, too. It says, roses are red. Uh... Pink Eye comes from butts. <laughs> it's not, not really a good poem. But this poor kid. 
Yeah, I started to look it up, and it's a very it's a very real medical thing that uh, you can be allergic to your partner's fluids, and you find that out. Brady blew a girl up once with dog hair, which is still the funniest thing that's ever happened in this room, <laughs> is that he, as an ass clown, <laughs> was on the phone with me that's when it all went south, which was even better. <laughs> He's ass clown. We're convincing you ass clowning was something you'd never done, and you have to try it. So back in swinging single Brady's, did, you know what? I have never tried ass clowning. And he went for the twofer. He had a date that night. And he got rid of the first one. Lasted just as long as promise keepers. <laughs> yeah, you didn't do very well with ass clowning. But you did get a day in where you got that weird call, which is all ass clowning is. Ass clowning is you get a call saying, hey, I've got bumps or I'm pregnant. or And you're just like, oh, no. And you got the ass clown thing of. Did you, what kind of condoms did you use? You on the phone with me. I don't know. I don't like this. I had a lunch date with one girl. I got a dinner date with another. This just didn't. Hang on, I'm getting another call. <laughs> and I sit there for a few minutes, and the first words I'll never forget coming back. Thanks a lot. I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> well, she's in the hospital. <laughs> what? I'll call you back. And I get a call a few minutes later. Dog hair. <laughs> <laughs> he bumped her on the dog's blanket and shoved a bunch in. <laughs> Who knew? It's still funny. Everyone knows not to hump on the dog blanket. <laughs> You're just puffing it in there. She was worried. It was about just the comforter in general. It wasn't like line, the dog block. Too many. You got a bag. That's gross. There. If you had dog hair in your, you went to a girl's house and you ended up. Your beehole swelled way up because of the dog hair that got stuffed in there. You'd be upset that she's not clean. <laughs> clean your house. We'll vacuum the dog hair. Don't have her over in the... But you didn't care. You were an ass clown. There's no cleaning when you're an ass clown. Take your bedding, sister. That's what you were saying. But so yeah. How hard did you laugh when you got that? Uh, it was probably 2003. And I laughed until 2007. I think I, I, think I stopped right before All Obama. Right. Obama went into office. The last half of the Bush administration, I was pretty much in hysterics. And the phone was still in my hand. Like, <laughs> on the back patio. I don't know how I got through life. What a Valentine's. And it was Valentine's Day. Better, oh, better part of it. it was, Brady was trying to be romantic. You were walking your dog. I'll never forget this. You were walking your dog to call me to tell me it wasn't for you. And she called to tell you that her <laughs> exploded. <laughs> Nothing says romance like banging on the dog blanket. <laughs> then he had to go to dinner with the next one, knowing that he's potent. Why don't you lay down right here on this beautiful dog bed? <laughs> Anything for you. I'm an ass clown. It's a great story. Still one of the best stories of all time. Excellent work. I used to have a great story about that when that Navy doctor checked my prostate for no reason at all at age 21, and he... Made me finish on the table. I didn't know that happened. And I what? I was like, hey, Doc, I, I think I want to see you again. <laughs> I don't know what just happened, but do it again. And uh, Brady topped it by trying to explode a girl. <laughs> I've never tried to explode abroad. Oil or latex. I don't That's know. That's what she called. And you called Oil me. Oil or water All right, based. so that was the other part Wait, of it. What? I'm on hold. He calls me back. Thanks. Or he picks up again. Thanks a lot. Like, what did I do? <laughs> well, she's in the hospital. She's wondering if I used oil or latex condoms. So I got to take Petey home and find out. 
I'm like, okay. <laughs> Let me know what's going on. What do you mean she's in the hospital? Evidently her hooey went crazy and blew up. <laughs> what? I'm saying, what? And then click, and I don't hear from him for a little while. Well, they're plucking dog hairs out with tweezers. <laughs> and I'm in. I'm done. I'm done. I had just redone my back patio and pavers. And I remember how uncomfortable it was to lay on them and roll and laugh at the same time. But that's what I was doing. Hilarious. So you got to be careful with that thing. Brady knows. I know. Neither of us. Have you ever had a uh, fecal mist hospital? you ever put anybody in the hospital with it? No, I'd be proud of it, but I I haven't. (laughs) Damn it. I would have. uh, That would be like, there would be an annual retelling of that with a book and a stage. I take you back to February 14, 2003. (laughs) Please go on this journey and live with me. My brief time as an ass clown. And we do it at Celebrity Theater. You just sit in the middle of the stage, spins. 2,000 people sit every year for their Valentine's story. Brady's spoken word. Brady's spoken word. (laughs) Valentine's Day tradition. And yay, though the Hebrews mourn. So you want to forget about dinner tonight? Yeah. <laughs> no, you still went to dinner, which was, I got to hand it to you. That was impressive. <laughs> you had <laughs> your day date dying in the hospital, and you still went out well with food. Ah, we had reservations they charge for if you go or not, so I had to hit that. <laughs> I remember the restaurant. It was, uh, it was Elements. You took the next one to Elements for dinner after you tried to kill one in the date. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was dying. I remember that whole day like it was yesterday. It was my favorite Brady moment. But everybody lived, so it's all clear. <laughs> you know you've got a good sex story when it ends with, but she's still alive. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm jealous. I don't have a story like that. I don't have anything close to that. And it's, yeah. Brady wishes we did and hates that it's his story. <laughs> but, man, it's the best story told. The best. I got a couple gems, but nothing that tops nearly killing abroad with dog hair. I mean, that's getting what it done. What just happened? That is the, and, and you picture the activity of just like Pigpen's house, just, up, <laughs> just flying in, just, just sucking into the vacuum, the, the whole. With each pump, there's just some sort of a suction vacuum that like is bringing dog hair to the party. <laughs> Scooping it in. It was being like a groomer. Just hair flying around. You can't really see. It's like a fog. (laughs) She had to call you to tell you. If I was her, I'd have never made the call. I'd have gotten all the information out. Doctor, That's the doctor's job. Did you use latex or? uh, Water-based. Because it it wasn't more than an hour that she had signs and symptoms and took it to the ER. Better than I could have. I dream of the day. Again, there's there it is. It just happened again, Brett. If someone does invent time travel, I'm not going to kill Hitler. I'm not going to go fight Jesus. I'm going to February 14th, 2003. I'm going to stand outside Brady's window and watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to follow a romantic, her. Uh, yeah. afternoon. I'll have a nice day. <laughs> Thanks. I'll talk to you later. Yep. <sighs> you want and a pet Petey? No. Then, then I just follow her around. I would follow her to the Circle K where she got gas, and I see that first twinge. <laughs> she stands up out of the car. Oh, what's going on? And then she does a little scratch and looks around, and I'll be over in my car laughing. And I follow her. Maybe she stopped by the Safeway on the way home. Lips like the nutty professor. 
And she goes to the Safeway and she gets out of the car and I watch her limp and twitch. Ah, something's going on. Watch her walk through the Safeway just picking up eggs and then she leaves the cart full of stuff to go back to the car because she's got to go see a medical professional. <laughs> she knew immediately. <laughs> she did? That's did why she, she called. She just had to get she, the, oh, when she, left. she just had to get a, a shot. Yeah, she got in the car, though, and said, I'm going to the hospital. Get, yep. That's even better. I've never had a car, a girl do it with me and then well, on the ride home that question. kicks off to the hospital. I'd be strutting around like George Jefferson. Me That's too. right. I did that. We, we might buy you a crown this Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, Remember the time Brady put a girl in the car and said, off you go. And she rode directly <laughs> to a hospital. Now she's damaged goods. I blew it up. All right. I would have told her, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Latex or lambskin. I don't know what you need. I think you just get in on my girth. <laughs> I think I popped you. Well, whatever it is, you're paying that. Did you pay half? You didn't kick in for the deductible. No. Good man. Good man. <laughs> That's her problem. <laughs> Brady was a pimp back in the day. Oh, look at this. <laughs> Brady was a pimp back on a day. All of, all of three <laughs> minutes. Not Brady was a pimp back in the day. On, you, your thumb hit eye. <laughs> and Brady was back on a day. He was a pimp. And it, it ended the next day. And for some reason, you were mad at me and JJ. A pimp and, for one day. Yeah, we were the ones trying to talk into it, and you were angry at us. Well, you didn't have to do it. Well, I felt so much pressure. Well, I think you felt pressure. <laughs> that poor girl in the hospital. She couldn't put her legs together for a month. <laughs> like walking around with a KOI balloon between your legs. <laughs> ah, that's one of my favorite ones ever. Sorry to bring that up, Brady, but it's too good to pass up. We're, you know, Valentine's is right around the corner. Yeah, you can relive it. <laughs> now you got Coco and Kiva. Kiva's a shedder. Yeah, and Coco, I mean, Petey at the time was yeah. the same breed That's right. as Coco. Lay that lady just... down in a bed of puffy old hair <laughs> and get to stuffing. That vortex of crazy that you create. <laughs> <laughs> I just got so, um, I was humping so furiously that it created a wind tunnel, shot right back into the closest orifice. Good stuff. Never once have I had a an afternoon with a person and then gotten in a car and said, that was nice. I'm going directly to the hospital. <laughs> Good stuff. Brady Bogan, a.k.a. The Girthquake. Girthquake. <laughs> <laughs> that's your, now that's your nickname. <laughs> 21 years after the fact. Girthquake. <laughs> I love that. I, that's one of my favorites. Sorry. I regale you in tales of tales of the old west. <laughs> oh, it still makes me giggle. This guy says, uh, "I'm a former uh, Gilbert police officer," and he goes, "Let me tell you this: most of the guys who go to Gilbert to be cops go to Gilbert uh, to not have to do cop stuff." <laughs> so this is kind of pissing off Gilbert cops too that they actually have real cases. Come on, man! Most of the time, they're going over to houses to pick up, you know. The neighbors threw, you know, one of those kids playing yellow glow-in-the-dark things into their yard. And Mine was putting the uh, bulk trash yesterday. Oh, did green you put your, your green man in? Skiffer got it within two hours. Uh, oh, because you had a bulk the, the, trash pickup. 
pickup trucks that troll around. And well, he didn't know by just you. He knew because oh, it's I, I bulk pickup day, right? No, no. It's well, you have to call it's to today get. probably, oh. or or they'll come and scoop it up. But I, but in our neighborhood, the skiffers come in knowing when it's bulk trash. And there's right. like pickups that are twenty feet high, stacked with bed frames, sure. patio furniture. There's a double guy had that pickup loaded up. I don't know how they stack them. It's impressive. And then he had a trailer and back, a 15-footer, stacked. Is it not a high. city operation? Is it just people rolling through? Oh, yeah. No people kidding. just rolling through, oh, yeah. Wow. That's oh, wow. So Kenny, my neighbor, saying. used to call oh. them just skiffers. I don't know what that them. means. I thought that was a city thing. So you're saying that they know bulk pickups today. They know so it's they, this week. They know you guys are putting out early. Yeah. That's why. Okay. And it's furniture, mattresses. Right. Latex-based and, Wait, you're telling me nobody in, <laughs> nobody in Gilbert was, uh, like, the, the people driving those trucks weren't afraid of the goons coming and taking all the stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, oh, how man. about that? Gilbert's still operating. It's the circle of life. Is it? I don't know. Sounds like the circle of death. Meanwhile, six dead at Mesa High today. Yeah, it's just a Monday morning. Oh, Gilbert. I can't wait for this town hall. I'm going to watch every second of it. Every second of it. Gilbert mom after Gilbert mom. The red lipstick on her tooth because she got ready too fast. Their daughter's right next to her dressed exactly the same. Glass of wine in one <laughs> <Yeah>. hand. <laughs> my daughter is also my best friend. Oh, no. Uh, what do you got on the big board of music? He got tree? pushed <laughs> in flag football on Saturday. I think he has a concussion. His father is in Austin. He lives there now. Yeah. He don't want to be around you either. No. Uh, what do you got there? All right, well, they're getting pounded up north with the storms, so uh, now's the time to head on over to Action Ride Shop. Get those uh, get those snowboards, get those skis ready to head up there. They got all the gear for you. And if you don't want to drive up north, you can hit the trails out here. It is a good time. Best wrenches in town, so if you got to get that bike tuned up or you need to pick up a new one, Action Ride Shop is the place to be. So go to actionrideshop.com or go visit the boys over there on Gilbert Road and Southern. They'll take care My brain of you. still plays that call back. As it happened, and every once in a while when we talk about it. Thanks a lot. Just chimes through my head a couple of times. Oh, it was our fault. The ass clown parts oh. are Pimp on a day. It was the best. It was the best. Earthquake. You got a housequake raised and a request for Prince's housequake. I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't know that's a song. That's no one knows that one. <laughs> it's bad. Well, it's a Prince... It, Prince has like ten good songs, yeah. and a thousand horrible ones. If you ever kind of funky, if you ever try to put Prince on like a Spotify or something, mm-hmm. oh, you're going to be disappointed ninety percent of the You've time. You've probably heard this. This dude's, this dude's bad songs, about as bad as they get. Brady, I hate this immediately, and I'm going to go to the hospital now. Get it removed from my ears. Yeah, that sounds just like every other. Prince song I hate. Yeah. Mr. Free done it since 2020. It's yeah, just remastered. Oh, yeah. That's just them putting it on digital. Oh, oh, I hate it. I hate it with a passion. I hate it. He's the greatest hits guy. He is. Get the absolutely. greatest hits albums, yep. and that's it. And don't mess around with anything else. The genius is annoying, other than the Raspberry Beret and... All the Let's hits, Little Red Corvette, Let's Go Crazy. The stuff you know is great. The stuff you don't know is horrible. There's no in-between. Cream. Prince didn't have a few almost hits. They were either hits or the worst song you've ever heard. 
Uh, cream was great. Yeah. Diamond and Pearls and Cream, you're like, uh-oh, he's back. You get the album and you're like, Jesus, this sucks. There's two good songs on it. He's like extreme. <laughs> they had like an album, they have one good song, you're like, this band might be good. And then you hear the rest of it, you're like, oh, no, they're terrible. Uh, on the list, we got Godsmack straight out of line for uh, Bill's fans. Uh, Hate Breed, Destroy oh. Everything for Bill's Failures. Oh. Uh, Kill Switch Engage, The End of Heartache. Iron Maiden, The Trooper, Misfits, Manson, As I Lay Dying, Velvet Revolver, Static X, yeah. Bad Flower Soil, Limp Bizkit, and Fear Factory. Yeah, I really don't know what to do other than hate breeds destroy everything. It has to be for the Buffalo fan today. It's just got to be so painful. It's probably Pulsar's house oh, yesterday, too. So much domestic violence in Buffalo this morning. Can't imagine being the wife of a Bills fan today. Steer clear, sister. Don't don't you dare. compare. You talk about that trash? Don't just take it to the door today. You take it all the way out. You do not bother Bills fan today. That young man has been through a lot. And God forbid he remembers Scott Norwood. It's not just a memory for him. It's an actual like, that experience. That guy they found crying in the stands. Oh, did you see him at the oh, end? Just and that was sobbing. Yes. Lost a family member sobbing. It was this, the Cubs-Bartman year. I've been there. I've seen this before, except the difference is the Cubs weren't in it every single year and blew it somehow. It's an annual tradition now that the Bills just are going to have something bad happen. Remember they lost to the Chiefs a couple of years ago because of the 70-yard 12-second drive? Oh. <laughs> they just had the greatest touchdown ever, left 12 seconds on the clock, took the lead, celebrating. Losing their minds on the sideline. Mahomes, boom, 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 touchdown. We're out of here. Oh, oh. I think they just had to kick a field goal, but still. 12 seconds. 12 seconds it took them to beat you. And then yesterday, the thing. Yeah, wives of Bills fans, I'm, I'm imploring you today. Think about it. OJ's a Bills fan. Right? He, you don't want to be on the wrong side of a Bills fan, wife. He's got an X today. I wonder what he's going to say on, uh, yeah, his his post is going to be, oh, so Bills fans, I feel it. There isn't as there isn't more joy in Kansas City as there is sorrow in Buffalo. One clearly outweighs the other. You cannot have an emotional reaction as strong as what's going on in Buffalo. No matter how, like you can play pretend that your happiness is the pinnacle. You've never felt anything lower than what those guys are going through. I'll never forget when Bartman got in the way of that ball. And uh, my wife at the time looks at me and says, it's okay. I'm like, I'm a cup. She said it right before it happened, two pitches before the Bartman thing. She turns to me. She goes, oh, my God, they're going to do it. And I said, I've been a Cub fan my whole you life. You five? I, there were five outs left, ironically. She I should have. Five across the mouth, I said, I, uh, I've been a Cubs <laughs> fan my whole life. It's never over. Something stupid could happen. I wasn't predicting it. It's because it, you just knew. As a Cub fan, don't get too happy. Don't tell you absolutely can be happy. Don't get too happy. And Cubs fans are cheering, and I'm like, they're too happy. They're they're inviting the ghosts. And poor Bills fans, I think they were. Well, take the trash out. Maybe start his day with a blowjob. He's not going to get it all the way up. Don't worry. It's it's going to be a sad, sad day. <laughs> He's going to mope around from work if he goes to work at all. If he doesn't go to work today, get him some, order him some DoorDash without him asking. 
have food and drinks ready. And the Bills fan needs to be treated well today because otherwise he's going to snap. Two wide rights, the Music City miracle. <laughs> I mean, think of it. Everything they've ever been through is just brutal. That hit me last night. I mean, <laughs> just think cry? of that. Oh, it's just brutal. I mean, well, just the wide right and just how eerie. Oh, it's just awful. Everything bad that can happen happens to them. And you live in Buffalo. It's not like you're waking up to some paradise. It's out of control now. Just about that time now for Brady to give you all that news that only he knows. Before he does that, we were just chatting about it. Wednesday, we're going over to Four Peaks. Been drinking the Holmberg Bound at home. It's tasty. Really good. And uh, we're going to have a bunch of it ready to go. All you folks who bought it online beforehand... Go pick up your prizes. You get yourself a nice little pint glass that goes along with the brand new logo for Holmberg Brown, and that's going to happen on Wednesday over at the Four Peaks in Tempe. And they sell it, by the way, because that's what a beer company that's good at what they do does. They sell that beer on tap and uh, right there to you. You just don't get your pint glasses. That's all. So you can pre-order. You can do all sorts of stuff like that, but you're just not going to get the special gift. And you head on down there. Why would you do such a thing? Just go down there and buy beer. You can do that any day. Well, Every time you do it, you're helping out our friends over at the Arizona Humane Society, and they need help all the time, and we're happy to help them. So get some beer in your hand. Uh, come down from 6 to 8 o'clock Wednesday at Four Peaks and Tempe 8th Street. You know where that is, by, by McClintock and Rural. And head on over there, grab the beer, enjoy yourself, and know that every sip you take helps another fuzzy little beast that we're uh, trying to get into a forever home or maybe some medical attention or just food for the ones they got in the shelter. Humane Society needs help all the time. And this is a small way we can do it. So thanks in advance, and we'll see you Wednesday over at Four Peaks in Tempe for the big Holmberg-bound release, even though it's out right now. If you want to go do it today, you have a pint there for lunch, you give some money to the Humane Society that way, too. Until it's gone, and then we bring another one in. Got to love it. Thanks, Four Peaks, for helping us out. Uh, it is time now, 8.01, my God, for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows, and we call it. The Brady Report. Unfortunately, it's a sad day for a lot of people from Buffalo, but their wings are still good. Guess you got that, right? You still got basketball and you still got hockey. I don't know if the Sabres are... Buffalo has basketball? No. They used to have the Spirits. Was it the Buffalo? St. Louis Spirits were the Buffalo somethings. I forget. I don't know. They used to. Yeah, you got Toronto nearby. They got the Raptors. University of Buffalo. Their basketball, oh, their basketball team. Poor bastards. Yeah, don't go to that either. Sorry, guys from Buffalo. But you can have a nice day over at Hooters. And Hooters, uh, girls, I beg you also that if you see somebody in a Josh Allen jersey or somebody looks like they've been crying for hours on end, flirt a little extra hard with them today if you don't mind. Uh, they got basketball and hockey. It's tonight. You can go down there and watch all that. Suns are playing the Bulls. That'll be on. So start your week off right. Catch both games at Hooters. And we'll see you. Right there at Hooters and say thanks for this Brady Report. Brady Report, a good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Hot Sauce Day. Okay. Boss Sauce Day? There's some Boss Sauce still available at Barbecue Island. Is it And uh, the honey mustard is still available at the uh, Wildlife World Zoo. There you go. It's kind of Hot Sauce Day. Sauce Day. Some of it's spicy to some folks. Yeah. Is there a little bit of guilt... 
selling sauce at a zoo. Yeah, because you're eating animals. Yeah. yeah. Good point. It's good on a lot of those animals. <laughs> yeah, like some of the All sicker right, no animals. Shame. That, yeah, yeah well, I no mean, shame. But like the Native Americans taught us, don't leave anything, don't waste. Right. So if the hippo croaks, put a little boss sauce on it. <laughs> a couple of basis fun facts. That would, be, that would be. Like if they had a cow display or pigs at the zoo, that's a farm. That's a difference. If you get the call, Brady, yeah. in the hey, middle of the night. One of the giraffes died and... <laughs> How soon can you We be were here? thinking. How long is it going to take to smoke? <laughs> we could smoke this just to try. What a giraffe pit, was. Pit the giraffe. Someone oh knows. God. I mean, Africa knows. Is giraffe meat good? They know. Of course they know. Well, they're going to eat it. They're going to come. Yeah, they're. They're not going to stumble across that and go, this is far too cute to ingest. If they they're can get it away from the lions or the other right. predators. Yeah, you got to drag that thing through whatever some, it takes. That's a gauntlet. <laughs> that should be a game show. Get the corpse. None of the Beatles could read or write conventional music. Yeah. Or as Paul McCartney calls it, dots on a page. Yep. Yeah, the best played, theory. He played by ear, which is amazing, too. It's like you'd figure amazing. stuff out. It's pretty awesome. The best theory on why or where pink lemonade comes from is that it is uh, a circus vendor in the late 1800s accidentally uh, dropped a cinnamon, a red cinnamon candy into a batch of lemonade. Turned it pink. Turned it pink, not, pink. To, not to pee. Yeah, that's right. I was like, turned to pee. And it was a big hit. He stared at me as if I was supposed to just finish that word for him. Six Good Flags it got time. its name from the six flags that flew in its original park in Arlington, Texas, one of which was a Confederate flag. They finally stopped flying it in 2017. Replace it with a rainbow. After the white nationalist rally in Charlottesville, Virginia. Yeah. But without that... Yeah, without that, it would still, still be, be flying. flying. <laughs> it did a lot of damage to the Confederate flag. Right. You know, the folks who weren't like, they were on the fence on whether or not it was still a good idea. What is what is the, it is probably the gay flag now. I don't even know flag. if they fly the. Uh... Well, there's still six flags. I guarantee you they're throwing six flags up. I bet you they replaced the Confed with the gay. Oh, I'll look it up. I mean, that would and be. And then what are the other. Uh... Texas, the United the States, States, probably something. Dallas, Mexico, Children's Museum. Who knows? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Like I'm yeah. sure they have their own flag. So that's five. And then gay. <laughs> that's it. That's Spain, France, Mexico, the Republic of Texas. Oh, where the they The U.S. Are. and the Confed flag. But the, it still flies. Well, not since That was the sixth. So what did they replace it with? So Otherwise, they got to change the name to five flags. Out. Krispy Kreme's most profitable location out of its 1,300 stores is in Dublin, Ireland. It pulls in around 330000 bucks per week in revenue. How bad the That's food is there. Munching there. Yeah. A travel company has released the list of the weirdest items left in hotel rooms last year. Top 10. Human ten. head. Dentures, oh. witchcraft paraphernalia. What does that mean? Cauldrons, lizards, wicked tools. What is witchcraft paraphernalia? Um, A broom, hat, ruby slippers, ingredients for potions. Right, and I guess, but that's what I mean. Flying like monkeys, but that's like not. I guess is that yeah? You'd have to have flying monkeys. Yeah. You'd have to have a cauldron. You'd have to have a gigantic hourglass. Ruby slippers, slippers. Right, we threw that in. 
pentagram stuff, maybe. That's more Wiccan. Yeah. That's I guess, what I, think that. I suppose. Witchcraft is different to me. Yeah, I don't think it's like traditional, and, like a broom and, and tinder. You know, witch hazel stuff. <laughs> I don't know what a witchcraft paraphernalia is. I need more answers. Prosthetic limbs, a glass eye. Ugh. Thousands of German marks, which was the official currency of West Germany and the unified Germany until the adoption of the euro in 2002. They were stashed behind the toilet water tank, too. In oh, that. stolen. A clown costume. Full costume, including shoes, wig, and a red nose. See, the, the missing eyeball, the prosthetic limb, and a clown costume, all that is a dude escaping something fast because somebody found out where he was. He's stashing evidence. But if you forget your eyeball, you've committed a crime and you had to get out before you could get everything. So you just left your eyeball. <laughs> what do you think those run? Left Eyeballs? in haste. Yeah. Can't be cheap. <laughs> Got to fit them just so. There's measurements. Yeah, and they're you can carved just, and all that. Can't right just there. go sliding a rock in there with an eye painted on it. Sure you can. I mean, you could, but. Will it stay? They're specific. You ever seen a dude pop yeah. one out? It is the grossest. I've never seen them. You only, haven't? Only on the movies. Haven't you seen them? They do go in with that rubber mold in the <laughs> socket. They suck it out. Yeah. There was a guy at one of our events. I forget. It was years ago. Oh, it was the tattoo thing over and at the Marriott. And it really easy. Huh? Oh. Scooped it out like it was like a grape. <laughs> Rolled it back in, and I'm like, is that not attached to anything? He goes, no, it just rests in there. Oh. And it pushed when he pushed his eye, his eyelids. He had to be squeezed way open. I didn't watch that because I couldn't see the gaping hole where that thing's supposed to rest. And he pulled it out, and it was like a half. By the way, it wasn't a full ball. It was like half a ping pong ball. And it was kind of pliable. You couldn't afford the full. Uh, yeah, full I don't know if, they, I don't know if they do the full. I think it goes deep. Uh, yeah, I think it rests shores. kind of yeah. like half in. And then it was then it was just I wanted to throw up. He was laughing so hard. It was at that tattoo festival a few years ago that they had me host, and I asked if I could not uh, talk on the mic anymore, and he said, why? And I'm like, well, I don't really want to be associated. What are you talking about? We're paying you. And I'm like, I understand that. And you seem like a good guy. But also paying to be here are four-tenths of Nazi paraphernalia, and you're asking me to direct people over to your merch tents. And I'm not yeah. comfortable with this. Got a BOGO on Hitler portraits. Yeah. Well, they see the bald head. I mean, yeah. what were they going to do? Send Larry out there? I mean, they're not going to. Just remember thinking, I'm trying to be really nice you about like this. You like the Kaiser helmet table? Because of the Nazis. <laughs> I don't want to piss anyone off. I know better. But if you could just keep it so I'm not really a massive part of letting folks know about your your uh, your merchandise and your, you know, you got your uh, carnival way, whatever they call that thing where you're walking through the. Yeah, the, it was a it was a pretty prominent the Merchant Village. Yeah, hey folks, don't forget to wander on over to the tents. Plenty of great stuff to buy right now. Uh, SS flags are half off for anybody interested. It was weird, and it, it wasn't. You didn't stumble across it like you're at a thing where a guy makes jewelry and like, geez, there's a swastika in there. It was uh, the bedroom from American History X was for sale. Like the whole set, like the they had the linens and the the flags. And portraits. It was weird. I only Beach, bought like Beach, five Beach. or six things. It was pretty great. Celebrity show up. Yeah. Oh, two hour appearances. Ed Norton stood outside with his <laughs> the guy's teeth laying on a curb. Yeah, real. it was a weird. The guy was mad at me. The curb stomping price. I don't remember who he was. Kind of mad. he was. He. I don't think he knew that was there. He wasn't in charge of the deal. He was just kind of showing me like I'm not really comfortable with that. And he goes, oh, "We're paying you." 
Yeah, but I didn't know about that. Uh, let me talk to somebody. I'm like, no, no, it's not. See, what you don't understand is it's just not going to happen. Well, can you at least talk about the event? I'm like, yeah, but I'm not bringing up the <laughs> merchandise area. If you're okay with that. Well, nobody's okay with that. I'm like, yeah, see, you shouldn't have sold to Nazis. I understand they've got money too, but really nervous about this. <laughs> Otherwise, what an event. All I wanted to do was talk about the Hawaiian tattoo booth, which was... The oh, authentic way with it. hammer and nail. Oh. When a person says something like a storm's a coming and I can feel it in my knees, is that really a thing? Someone pulled thousands of Americans, thousands of Americans, and asked them if they think joint pain and headaches can really predict storms. 52% said yes, 24% said no, and another 24% said they're not sure. Right. So almost half of us think it might be BS. Around one in four people claim they can feel it in their joints when the weather's changing. And one in six say they can tell because of a headache is coming on. Well, uh, there's some science to back it up. I'll tell you this. Four, four titanium rods and bolts and stuff, and like the joints that I have, my fake joints, I can't tell you when it's going to rain, but when it is raining, they don't feel right. You know where your problems are for some reason at a certain temperature. I can feel all my new joints kind of just almost like a weird little throb. doesn't hurt, but definitely different. When a storm is on the way, the air pressure drops, and that can cause the tissue in your body to swell up and irritate your joints, especially if you have arthritis. And, yes, it can also cause headaches. So stop thinking your grandfather's an old kook. Yeah. Well, he probably is. But sometimes he's going to be... Give him a break every once in a while. A stopped clock is right twice a day. (laughs) This is interesting. They had a bunch of women watch a sad movie, collected their tears as they ran down their face. (laughs) That's witchcraft paraphernalia. Now I know. (laughs) Then they had men play a special video game designed to aggravate them. Their points were unfairly taken away to make them angry. One of the men... Um, once the men were sufficient, sufficiently aggravated, researchers had them sniff the tears, either the women's tears, and it brought them great joy. Of, and some had a, just a small amount of saline solution. They found forty-four percent of the men um, were less aggressive after getting a good whiff of the women's tears. <laughs> <laughs> Who thought of this idea? Man. This is great. Scans. Showed they also had less activity in the areas of the brain associated with aggressive behavior. Hmm. Tears have a subtle, uh, subtle uh, chemical compound that we pick up on. No kidding. That men do. But not all, all tears. They have to and be it, the emotional tears. It calms us down. Can't be uh, tears like from allergies or something like that. All right, just not water. Yeah, it'll cut down on the. Um, it has to be from the house of sadness, the tears. They think it might be. Evolution's way of protecting babies. But even when adults cry, it can tell us they're vulnerable and to calm us down. Huh. They made a hundred men cry and they let women sniff their tears and their bank accounts grew by half. (laughs) How about that? So a woman's sad tears makes a a man calm. So a woman crying and us smelling it is the same as us kind of tugging one before bed. 
just calms us down, get a nice nap in. Relaxing. Nothing is more relaxing than a woman's sad tears. <laughs> so when you give them five across the mouth, no, that's it's, not it's sad. Subtle, that's scared. soothing. That's different. That comes from a different place. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're going to take away from it. That is an amazing study, and I don't understand why anybody would volunteer for that. We need your sad tears, ladies, immediately, and we're going to put them under the noses of your husband. Let you go back to my video game. You get the men, no problem, playing video games. Oh, yeah, we can get you pissed off in a video game. That Oh, my my uh, my game show idea, guess your mom. Also, guess your wife by drinking some of her tears. I don't oh, know. I know I don't her. Know. I don't. And then, but you're hooked up to a machine so the TV audience knows when you've smelled your wife's tears because your body would react in such a relaxed way. <laughs> And you sip the wrong, and you got to drink your wife's tears and give your mom a taste. All for $10 million. <laughs> Guess the proper relationship. A and, radio station in uh, southeastern Oklahoma is off the air after the owners say thieves cut down the broadcasting tower. They're after the copper and the cables. Yeah, loads of that. They cut up about 80 to 100 feet of copper and hauled it off. That's only worth about 100 bucks. The damage they caused on the broadcast tower, around half a million. Yeah. I can't believe that never happened to us in the quad with those AM towers we had right there in the field. Yeah. Yeah, then we must have had some sort of shock system going I mean, on. You're absolutely right. That should have been rated oh, yeah. multiple times. And still available for those who haven't figured out. There's, they're right there. I think they still have the towers for the AM. Of course, that station's so awful. That I, they probably knows? don't even use yeah. copper. And if it went off the air, it would it actually save the company money. Trip would be like, we still own that? <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, that's been on the air. <laughs> Shut that down. Where are our meth heads? Station went off the air on Monday, and they initially thought it was because of the weather. But when they saw the tower, they realized that foul play was involved. The suspects got away for now. The authorities are working with local scrapyards to try to track them down. Like 25 years ago, there was a dead body in our tower that our engineer found. Some homeless dude snuck in, hopped that big fence, and got inside of the what on South Mountain. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking how healthy that guy must have been until right then. That's you not think? an easy walk. Oh, well, <laughs> he had to walk right. all I the way up South right Mountain, there. climb a fence, break into a place, and then he goes inside and dies. Copper's a valuable thing. And they said he got cooked, not by our equipment, just the heat. Oh, it was the heat. And then he was in there for days. <laughs> Which, that thing should be air-conditioned up there, too, so something must have been broke. Yeah. That's normal. Come on. I've got a quick, wild America. WKRP. Oh, it was, yeah, that was back when Chuck ran it, so stuff was broken all the time. Nobody (laughs) fixed anything. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your Wild America. (laughs) This guy uh, took all the data of uh, Bigfoot sightings. Zero. And noticed there is a trend. Everyone's crazy. North America, which... Most of the Bigfoot sightings happen. Mm-hmm. Seem to correlate with the population of black bears. Basically, for every 1,000 black bear there are, the Bigfoot sightings go up by 4%. Right. Because idiots. Because it drops off dramatically yeah. if there's no black bears in the area. Right. You don't see a lot of Bigfoot sightings where Bigfoot doesn't live, like here in the desert. And he also knows the borders pretty well because they don't have this problem in Canada. It's just us. It's just people just plastered on Olympia wandering around Washington screaming that a bear is a special giant human bear. 
that's your wild America. I wish to God they'd find him eating a kid. And it was real, and it was horrifying, and they made like a army. But we haven't found a bone. I, I, I had a, a talk with a guy about three weeks ago at the Suns game. And his big problem, you don't believe in, like, your conspiracy theories are dumb. And my conspiracy theories were, there is no Bigfoot. And that we didn't make all the moon landings. Now, I'll give you all the moon landings thing is a bit of a stretch for some people to take. And even I'm like, I could be wrong, but it doesn't make sense that we did them all. I think we, we lied about a few, at least. Well, you don't think there's a Bigfoot. What about all the people who've seen it? I'm like, I'm done talking with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You and I, you are wasting that's, that's my the, time. That's your first argument. Yeah. Well, that was his one big thing that he did. He, I can't believe you wouldn't. You would, and then his other big thing, and I've had this one, people, about the, all the moon landings, they brought stuff back. How do you prove that? Are you an idiot? They said they brought stuff. How do you prove that it is moon <laughs> stuff? And I'm like, I'm, I'm not saying we haven't been. I'm saying we haven't been as many times as we said. Because we haven't gone back. And we don't want to. And if we don't want to, then all the stuff we got off the moon was worthless. So who cares if we brought it back? Someone's a uh, hater, bro. I am a hater of moon landings, <laughs> yes. I'm a hater of people that argue with me about Bigfoot. It's just a sheep. He was mad about the ghost thing, too. That I don't believe ghosts are real. And if they are, they've done nothing, so why are we so worried? I just, your your best theory on that is... is yeah, go- trash a room that they say it's haunted. <laughs> trash it and go back to the ghost in a number on that room. They're going to charge you. Yep. Everyone who, I, I, it's almost, it's a terrible thing to say out loud, but I'll say it because I don't care. I almost wish that somebody who wouldn't shut up about ghosts would have a loved one abducted. And when they turn to the police and the police say it's a ghost, they wouldn't believe as much as they've been spouting off. Yep. Ghosts affect our spirits affect our every day. Okay. Well, when the cops tell you that a spirit stole your Hyundai, I guarantee you're not going to believe them. A new gadget called Nasocom just hit Kickstarter. You just strap it onto your face for 15 minutes a day, and it supposedly makes your allergies a lot better by electrocuting your nose. All right. (laughs) It's got six electrodes, three for each nostril, that delivers small electric shocks to stimulate the muscles in your nose. They claim that making your nose muscles contract and relax can help clear your sinuses and let you breathe easier. I'm sure it looks great. It's small enough to take with you. You can use it anywhere. The promo video shows a guy using it desk at his desk at work. The downside, it's pretty bulky on your face. So you'll be the weird one in the office with a little face mask Looks like on. the guy from the Humpty Dance. Yeah. <laughs> they plan to sell it for around $100, but you can get it right now for 60 bucks if you... Back them on Kickstarter. They claim it, it'll ship by March, just in time for the allergy season. So why wouldn't I just have a little wand that every once in a while I stuff in my nostrils that shocks me and then put it back rather than wear yeah, like a little Because they prod. put it together a, ma- a mask uh, that will do both nostrils, I guess. Okay, so, so I, I can take a Vapo stick and stuff it in both nostrils and electrocute each nostril and then put it back in my pocket without having to wear a prosthetic schnoz. For 15 minutes when you wake up in the morning? 15 minutes of electrocution in the morning? Yep. I could do that while I'm getting ready, have a couple of things stuck in my face. You don't have to wear it around all day. No. You do it here while you're in the office before we go I suppose. (laughs) Or just take some Flonase and not be a crazy person. 
So, Brady, what are we... <laughs> Sorry, what are we doing later today? It's allergies. I electrocute my own face every once in a while to avoid them. I got a couple of quick Brady videos. Okay. There's a theme today. Hot pants. Oh. Uh, it's it's oh, more than two little... That's a little giant yeah. CPAP. It's like three electrodes. That thing's that's huge. Actually, I thought it would go over the mouth, too, but I guess not. It's just all on the nose. Which In order to electrocute yeah. your nose? No, you'd need your mouth. Yeah, it goes around there and electrocutes your snot. Three little nodes on each nasal. All right, that's enough nose pictures. Gross. <laughs> Brett, you should get one. Why would I get one of those? Because you got allergies. Affected by allergies. Uh, I'll take the meth. I'll take that pseudoephedrine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Brady got nervous about that. <laughs> oh, my. Brett's on methamphetamine. <laughs> that's what it is. They give you math to cure yeah. allergies. Though. That's why you can only buy like three <laughs> right. boxes for every month. <laughs> All right, video one, hot pants. Yep, the guy is uh, doing the little fire pants deal. What is uh, he's performing? Oh, he's, he's a performer named, or that's heavily sponsored, or that's his put, name all over the He puts the stage. flaming torch down his pants. Yeah, sure enough. He's lighting fires on his head. He's doing a, a live show at some festival. Well, there's fire pants going. Oh, he's got fire and in he's his He's rubbing in his it jeans. in. Yeah, for a while. And it's about to go. Oh, it's a little heavier than it's it was starting to get a little during hot. rehearsal. Oh, his whole body's on fire. He's off now, the first thing you learn as a fire guy is to run as fast as you can after you've lit yourself and on if fire. You're playing with fire, why do you not have someone with a he fire? He didn't extinction? stop, drop, and roll. Nope. A guy like that should be extra trained in the stop, drop, and roll. Brady's got a theme. As yeah, that's fire what he kicks his He kicks his uh, pants off. All right. And What's we got. That? What is the name on the stage? What does that Move say? Move Africa. I think that's Dumbass. the Dumbass. Move Africa? M-O-O-V. He's raising money for Africa by lighting his pants on fire? <laughs> He's raising money for that. Or for cattle? Man. I don't know. Whoa, jeez. <laughs> the more cattle? Wow. You're, a, Hold you're on. an unintentional bigotry. Wait a second. Out. You think that they have fundraisers here in the States <laughs> to buy them cows? Because it's Move? <laughs> move Africa. <laughs> Thank you so much. We have raised three cows. That's right. We could have given you money there, Kunta, but, but we've decided <laughs> that we would just raise cows. <laughs> now, how do we fly them over and uh, not land? Do we just drop them out of the plane like we do the food? Of course we do. <laughs> they are parachuting the bovine to us now. Last one. Another one is uh, the Bills Mafia. Oh, this is not today, Brady. Too soon. That's actually not if you look at the guys. Oh, they're throwing Fletcher. one full... Or Bill's guy onto the flaming table. He's in a lion sweatshirt. He's on fire. Yeah, he's on. He's in a lion. There's suit. snow everywhere, dude. Yeah, yeah. Just sit he's down in and the roll. Snow. What are Haven't you doing? seen a cartoon? <laughs> what a moron! Your ass is on fire. You sit in the snow. <laughs> why was there a car battery floating around? Well, why wouldn't there? It's Buffalo. <laughs> Look at this. Here. And he just lays in the fire, That's and then, r- wow, idiots. His first move was right. to throw the table that was on fire somewhere else. Right there. I showed that table. Oh, no, yeah. that's a 12-pack. Those are 12 pa- empty 12-packs. or oh, That could be a car battery. But it's an it old does. Milwaukee. They're just putting lighter fluid on it. That is such a... And every one of them. You think the Walmart gets sold out of lighter fluid every Bills game? Oh, yeah. And folding sure. chairs. And now you got to stock yeah. it yeah. earlier in the year. I'll tell you right now, they're out of lighter fluid today for another reason. <laughs> yeah. They're lighting their houses up. Not available. Yeah. Poor bastards. God, I feel bad for Bills fans today. So bad. Tough day.
Don't tease them. They've been through some. Don't tease them. I don't know if Jimmy, Jimmy Wisman said, I don't know why you left. The Nazi Midway sounds fun. It was the Nazi Midway. Dude was just completely against me walking away. Didn't understand. And even after I pointed to the seven by like the nine seven by nine flag for somebody's front yard, I don't know where you who where are you putting that? I'm like, that is why I can't bring people over to your sales merch tents. Well, that's just one of the tents. That that is exactly right. <laughs> yes. That is one and, of the tents. Yes, right. and it doesn't like if if I have a limit of three Nazi tents per event. One is my max. It was in my right. Yeah, one is my like, you can't do that. I should have, I should have been, you know what? My fault. Every time somebody hires me, I have to say, hey, great doing business with you. Real quick, before I put my name on the dotted line here, no Nazi stuff, right? Oh, We're clear on that? Like, what's your threshold? Zero. <laughs> or we'll hire Larry to do it. <laughs> Larry will do it. It's a good payday. Yeah, he's going to be hawking that stuff. <laughs> Head on over to the merch tent. Uh, what do you got, Brett? All right. Uh, we've all had this little jerk sitting behind us on an airplane. Oh, this is a big jerk. He's kicking the seat in front of him. He's like seven feet tall. That looks pretty good. That might be jet blue because they were yeah. just rated the the most leg room. Yeah, the, the this guy's room. got his knee and he's, oh, yeah. Oh, what a move. Oh, there's <laughs> oh, a tree. He kicked his teeth out. This idiot had his leg up on the seat in front of him and his knee is, he's resting his face on his knee. And the dude in front of him asked, please stop kicking my seat. He gives him a little push with his leg and the guy jams his body into the seat and pushes his knee into the kid's face and teeth come tumbling out. Amazing. The best part about it is the film noir, black and white version. Like this is a Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh, that's awesome. Take that, Caden. That is awesome. Who puts their feet that high on a chair comfortably? Caden, Aiden, or Braden. Caden, Aiden, Braden, and Jackson. That's who. Gilbert Goon. Uh, That was a good. Here's a hot chick that's just going to disgust you. Well, semi-hot chick. Okay. She got her arm oh, very deep. No, 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 no. She's licking something. She is hot. She's oh, that's the gum wall in Seattle. Licking the uh, gum uh, wall of Seattle. Uh, oh! <laughs> and she's chewing some of the hanging down gum. That. They had to play uh, that. Uh, she put that last one. Uh, by the way. How's she going to find just hers? Oh, that's pretty easy. The rainbow uh, streak. She's a month away from you being know. expired. She's yeah, she's pushing thick. it. She's, well, she's oh. pushing those cans out there. Yeah, the cans are still leading. Yeah. But they're, the stomach is chasing. Mm-hmm. She's got a, a year left of hot girl status before. Have you has, plugged she the has gum to wall, settle. Toledo? We Did have, you? Alex and I both, Ugh. yeah. Ugh. Yuck. Gum wall. Thank you, Phoenix, for not having a way accident. It's, a, it's in a bad country because everybody's on the wrong side. Of a truck stopped on the freeway and he's just standing there. Another car goes right into it, and that is not a car anymore. It is a tin can. Wow. Just CTE protocol. He's up. Earned the siren off. Oh, that person inside that car is not a person. Holy crap. There's a lot of video left on this. I don't think yeah, I listened to that noise. Do they no, open that door? Oh, somebody's trying to get out. Oh, no. Hit again. Why are you walking on the freeway? Somebody's trying to get out. Oh, he's waving traffic over. There, now there's a guy standing in the freeway. There's people in that car that did the smash ups You don't get a... There's no payday, really. Oh. They're, they're getting out. That lady's fine. Asian driver, too. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> just an observation. Yeah, that's... I'm. Look, I just said what I saw. That's all. <laughs> the tin can Hyundai was driven by an Asian. 
Then it just smashed into a small ball about the size of a Campbell soup, and she got out. Uh, this is a guy standing on a ledge. Parkour in a terrible country. He looks like, yeah, it's another dump country. This might be what Bill's fans are doing this morning. He's on the ledge. And he's yelling. We have a place for you. Yeah. It's a nice place. He's trying to talk to people on the floor above him. I don't know if he's suicidal or... Yeah, they might be negotiating with him. He's doing tricks. During COVID, he's wearing a mask around his chin, so you know. Well, he's not happy. Smell the curries, Brett. What's going to happen? No. Oh, he's thinking about it. Oh, he's happy. He's, yeah, happy. he's doing it. Oh! Oh! Stop talking to me. There he is. Oh, the he hits the building. Oh no! Oh, he wasn't a hundred percent sure. Off the pony wall. Oh! oh wow! Why do people wow. film this stuff? And we'll end with this one. This one's a, a, an awkward conversation when you hit the ER. Okay. Awkward ER conversation. Here we go. Okay. All right. Naked guy. He's got his wiener in a toaster. <laughs> I never thought I'd say that, but there it is. He's banging a toaster for video, and he's got the he's got the thing down. It's hot inside. Oh! Oh, he can't. He put it back. It was in. It's out. You're off. You're off the hook. Oh, stop banging the toaster. That's my advice. Oh, oh, come God, on. No. Don't you dare show this fat man. To prove it was baking. Oh, it was cooking. The- he just held the toaster up. It is bright orange on the inside. Oh, he's, gonna, he's not going to show it, but he doesn't show it. Oh, <laughs> God, I hope that's not real. We'll just end there. Too it's close for comfort anyway, but whew. don't have sex with the kitchen stuff. Hang in a toast. Bills fans. That's how they're making breakfast yes. in this world. If I was a Bills fan, that would be a, a sweet, sweet relief right the now. The old pig in a blanket. Somebody said that last night at the game, too. Did we just lose to the Chiefs again? I'm going home and put my dick in a toast, right? <laughs> <laughs> Is that is this real? I mean, because I can't that even imagine. I can't imagine something worse unless unless tonight I go home and <laughs> the toaster. I mean, this is the only <laughs> a goddamn miss kick. You hear about uh, Kevin? He went home. He <laughs> the toaster. It's all over the internet. It's goddamn bills wide right. And for a for a place where most every man has to deal with the word wide every day because of his wife's ass, wide right is now what they're synonymous with twice. Son of a poor Bills fans. Bills, fan, Bills fans should eat free today, no matter where they go. Just Bills fans eat free. And none of them fake ones. You show up in your Josh Allen jersey with a smile on your face. You can't. You have to remain sad the whole entire meal. And probably you're not even able to eat if you're a Bills fan. I don't know if I could eat. We lose to the Chiefs again. And you know who would punch hardest today in Buffalo? The person of the office that goes, oh, what are you talking about? Sports ball? It's just a game. Oh, that's... I'd kill that person. That person deserves to die. You live in Buffalo. What are you finding interesting outside of the Bills, honestly? Oh, good. More hockey ball scores. Thanks, fellas. How about that lake effect? Throw that person in the icy, in the icy abyss. Oh, they couldn't score a home run, huh? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I see how it is. didn't score a home run? I'm throwing you off Niagara Falls. That's why it's here. Why it's so close to Buffalo? You know, it's the only time I really start thinking there is a God is that he put a gigantic falls and Buffalo next to each other so the people of Buffalo know what to do. It's busy just, today. Just get in. I bet you everybody who jumps in the falls screams, I live in Buffalo. 
Think the rent a barrel service is doing well today? <laughs> they're done with barrels. They're just go, they're going. They're raw dog in the falls. No protective shell. Boats. Yeah. If I lived in Buffalo, every time I'd cross the falls, I'd be like, hmm, I'm getting in that. A ferry went over the falls. <laughs> Filled with people. 200 people. Oh. Don't bang the toaster, Buffalo. It's okay. There's your Brady Report. It's 98 KUPD. It's out of control now. 98 KUPD. Morning Sickness. Morning Sickness. 98 KUPD. We're having a pop-pop moment. My man. Former KUPD employee and host of Into the Pit, Marcus Meng, is here for the, a couple of days and... We all seem to know that Marcus transferred to Chicago with another one of our stations. And Brady's just Most now learning us. that. Brady, he's been going. There's what, nothing in between months? that. There's nothing How in long? between a year. That? It's been over a year. No, it's been like. No, but did you? Oh, I mean, when you left here, long. did you go right? But you've been talking about it for a long time, Marcus. And uh, yeah, 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 you've been know. bringing this up for a while. And the reason you couldn't be on Rock Wars anymore because you don't live here anymore. Right? Because I well, I moved. I went to a cybersecurity job, and then I actually came back to Hubbard. Right. So. Brady is That's right. Where I at, That's where we lost touch. Yeah. Marcus walks in. Hey, you've been missing a lot of work. I've been missing it, Brady. Yeah, exactly. Well, welcome back, Marcus. Thanks. Good to have you. You walk back into a world of controversy. A world of controversy is striking us. Kristen, our sales lady downstairs, emails me this, and it's from one of those, uh, I don't know, is this from Facebook or something? It's a whole Facebook page called East Valley Voices Against Teen Violence. These Gilbert people think they're actually the first ones that don't like teen violence. It's just an affront to Maryvale all the way around. This one says, I've listened to KUPD since I was a child. I'm appalled to hear Holmberg on the radio this morning making fun of, quote, Gilbert moms fighting teen violence. No, they're not. Making fun of kids who were beaten. Never did that. Making fun of a child's murder. Nope. Or moms crying at meetings. Well, did you listen to what I was saying they were crying about? Somebody else doing something about it, not them. Saying they want to go on this town hall evening just to hit on all the hot moms. We didn't say that. We just said they were going to be there and they were going to be gussied a up. Lot of hot moms. There's no possible way a Gilbert mom goes where there's cameras without getting dressed up. They're in distress and laughing at us. Shame on you, KUPD. And then another comment says, pick a side. <laughs> Do you stand with parents protecting children or against us? There is no gray area here. Well, like most people who have a slight disagreement in the nuance of what you're doing, I'm against people stopping teen violence. <laughs> teen violence forever, I say. Hurrah! And I always have. I stand firm in teen violence. <laughs> you ignorant moron who can't understand words. Of course, by saying I think you're being overreactionary. I am therefore for the teens murdering everyone. Thanks, Stephen Holmberg. Black and white, you idiots. All I'm saying is, you're acting like this hasn't ever happened anywhere else. You're having a town hall meeting televised because you're afraid of the With teen lawyers, violence police. explosion in Gilbert. And I'm saying you might be overreacting a little. Now I'm saying shut the f*** up. I'm now a fan of the teens. You guys are acting like it's never happened anywhere. My point being, when it happens in Maryvale, nobody's doing a town hall about it. Get over yourselves. Here's the thing. You want to stop teen violence? Look at your kid. Stop being his friend. Knock him around a little bit and say, hey, this better not be you. Have repercussions for your kids. Marcus Mang is here, and he's a dark heart. This could be bad. No, you've taught me to fight violence. 
You need violence. <laughs> That's exactly. In order to this. stop the violence, you need to smack them around a bit yeah. and realize, oh, violence right. is bad. Exactly. And go back to what I said about this. It's a horrible situation, an awful one. Stop making it about yourself. Focus in on the kid who got killed, the people who murdered him, and arrest them. But don't make this about how scared you are. That's my point. Am I against teen violence? Of course I am. Nah, I'm a big fan of it. Love getting the kids together, having big old rumbles. It's great. Morons. Go online with another giant piece of keyboard muscles and start yelling at me. You're overreacting, Gilbert. Yes, there's crimes in cities that have a lot of people. Your kids aren't losing their minds. You are. I know your little angels never do anything wrong. Not my kids. But look around at who they're hanging out with. Be better. Don't go to the city council and say, do something about my child. That's your job. I have some responsibility. Give him a smack in the mouth once in a while. Don't call Caribe Divine and say, hey, can you televise how upset we are over our kids being assholes? Sure. We'll put that on TV. You really think that's a good idea? Yeah, we our kids are assholes and we want to go on TV and ask how to stop it. Or I know who it is. And if you know who it is... Cooperate with the police. You know who else is on my side? The police chief in Gilbert, who's been getting nothing but bull from you guys for the last month, doing his due diligence because he knows if he arrests the wrong kid, you'll sue the Gilbert Police Department for reacting too quickly. Stop it. Think I'm for teen violence just because I said something about you guys overreacting and hit a nerve? Maryvale, stand up and clap for me. Do you? Finally. South Phoenix, stand up and clap for me. People who have real problems. You don't have a rise in teen violence. You have some crime. You want to stop that. You're right. Batman just hit us up. He said, teen violence, the news said the other day they had nine instances of teen violence they're investigating over the past year. Nine. We have like nine a day in Phoenix. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's why we moved away from Phoenix. All right. Well, it follows because there's a lot of you. City council trying to pass, and you're going to feel so good about yourselves when they pass a thing that says, all right, we'll be tougher on them when we catch them. We got something done. Doesn't stop a thing. Until they try to be tougher on them, and then it's like, no, my Caden Aiden Braden Jackson didn't do it. Yelling at me on some Facebook post, and now I got uh, employees who are worried about it. Pick a side. Are you with parents protecting children or against us? There's no gray area. All right, then. I'm against you. (laughs) Of course, I'm with parents protecting their kids from violence. Start with being there for them. Oh, for God's sakes. For God's sakes. I've been spending the weekend with my dad. Now I sound like him. Jesus Christ, these people. It's it's annoying. And you can go on Facebook and yell that I that I didn't fall right in line with what you wanted. But I never once said anything about the kids being murdered being a joke. That's the part you're missing, in my opinion. Or that we're going to Gilbert to pick right. up on hot moms. I'm never going to pick up a Gilbert mom. You know how annoying they are? How many kids they have? Yuck. <laughs> Other than One's a great uh, yeah. news story today for a town hall meeting. Hope something is solved from this, but... It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. From the teen violence? Yeah, they're just going to go up and it's complain. A, it's just... Are you for teen violence or against it? There's no gray area. I'm against it. Well, then you're on our side. No, I think you guys are overreacting. Uh Uh-oh, nuance. What are you going to do with it? Uh Uh-oh, the middle. Oh, no. Nobody knows how to behave there anymore. 
Hey, Glendale, stop laughing. Gilbert's trying to take this very seriously. <laughs> and a guy emailed me the other day. It said, I got stabbed twice in high school. I missed three days. <laughs> I don't know where he went. But That's anyway. Westwood for <laughs> you. He went to Westwood. Oh, man. I'm not saying it should happen. I'm just saying it does. Ugh. You guys are in a bit of a frenzy. You've got sort of a rich person's mob mentality right now, just shouting around and yelling, and all you got to do is calm down and talk to your own kids. You're not a Gilbert goon, are you? Start there. Then here's another tip. They're going to lie to you. Say they're not. And you got to keep tabs on them and stuff. Jesus Christ, I thought all of Gilbert had AirPods on their kids, keeping knowing where they are at all times. Don't you have like a tracker device? I, I thought all Gilbert moms were yeah. hovering over their children. You weren't there, were you? No, Mom. My phone, a friend of mine took it. I mean, ask Toledo. His kid's constantly lying because he's a teenager. That's what they do. Were you there? No, um, what happened was I loaned my coat to Dave, and that's where you had the air tag, and Dave went over, and, and Dave was at the... I wasn't there. All right, that's a reasonable. <laughs> They're little liars. I find it hysterical. Anyway, what are you going to do? Brady, I want you to go to the town council and go, hey, everybody, my kid's not bad. Thought I'd fire off a few good ones out there. Not really afraid that she's going to walk out of the house and be attacked by the witches flying monkeys. <laughs> They've all lost their minds. Uh, anyway, so keep going on on uh, Facebook. I'm sure you're going to go. I'm not good with town council meetings. The last one I was at, that lady threatened or said that I, she thought I was going to kill her. <laughs> You'll see uh, two or three people just lose their minds. <laughs> well, that was the yeah. thing about in my neighborhood with the... Uh, the, the, they wanted to put a gate up over a sidewalk everybody cut over and drove over. And they put these big, dumb, ugly orange sticks. And Brett's been with me. I've been oh, over yeah. a few times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I still go over. It's like a big – it's like Alex Van Halen is just driving through the neighborhood. But I, I made jokes thinking, man, I think we may be overreacting to this. And it turned into this nightmare where I just thought everybody was just being crazy angry at each other for no reason. And when I stood up to say, I think we're uh, a little overreacting, uh, overreactionary here, a lady said uh, – uh, something about me being, that's the asshole from the radio. And I'm like, see, this is what I'm talking about. Nobody's listening. Everybody's got their side. Nobody wants, you're all being mean for the sake of I want to be right more than I want to hear anybody's town hall. <laughs> I said, I live in Puerto Rico, John. The amount of laughter I would get for trying to have a town hall on teen violence would be uproarious. <laughs> yeah, you can't have it. Another email says, I'm a swinger. Do you know how many Gilbert moms I've banged while their husbands watch? It's a sick town. <laughs> oh, that's good to know. We should put up a thing for that. Maybe Gilbert, a couple home of the cucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should have the high school named that. <laughs> what it says when you get to the yeah. city limits. Welcome to cuck town. Anyway, calm down. I don't want your teens to be beaten up. I'm not for teen violence. But I'm also not for people losing their minds and bothering the police when they're trying to do their job. Screaming and yelling. Uh, anyway, it's time for what would Brady do? Brady's going to go to that town hall today and giggle. Pick up on chicks. Pick up on broads, because that's what we said. Just yeah. stand there and pick up on other broads. It's not what we said. Go back and listen. With open ears, not what you think you heard. Uh, it's time for what would Brady do? It's brought to you by Mo Money Pawn, and that place is great. Uh, M&P Guns is inside there. Oh, yeah. A couple of the sections around 12th Street and Indian School have been a little bit um, they never had a town hall. They handle their own. They handle their own. <laughs> <laughs> M&P guns, you can take care of stuff. Look at that. That is a perfect example of how people react and go crazy. Uh, and then, you know, they get into trouble. 
doing stuff they shouldn't be doing with things they shouldn't be doing with. Educate yourself. They've got that uh, gun building thing over there at MMP Guns. They'll teach you how to build a gun, how to be, how to know every facet of a weapon so you don't go off the rails being nuts. You calm yourself down a little bit. You learn, you educate, you understand. And they're doing those classes. I think that one's in April. they got the AR-15 builders coming yeah, up. Yeah, which is crazy. I mean, it's going like gangbusters. Yeah, so right. get in now, but they have an AR class and then a Glock building class. So you're right. going to build your own Glock. MoMoneyPawn.com. That's where MMP Guns is. 12th Street and Indian School. Brady, are you ready? Yes. All right, let me try this. What you see, like you've got a problem on your phone. What happened? Uh, there's some guys trying to replace windshields on cars this morning, <laughs> and uh, they're at the wrong place. Oh, you're in the middle of something. I see. All right, how about this? Brady, uh, dear Brady, this is a good one. My wife, my world is upside down. My wife just asked me if I could go to a class or a doctor to become better at sex. We've been married for 14 years. She hit me with this a couple weeks ago. It floored me. And then she told me on Friday, right in the middle of all the talks we're having about how she's never been satisfied, that she's actually also never climaxed with me. It's devastating. I had no idea. She says she usually pleases herself when I'm not home in order to have sex with me and not be too frustrated. Now she uh, is... uh, telling me all this and wants me to be better i'm willing to do what she's asking but i'm so broken emotionally realizing that she's faked it every time please don't beat me up too badly uh s wayne swain <laughs> brady all i can say is good luck on that. <laughs> <laughs> what would brady do i can't relate chief i have her bouncing off the walls <laughs> If Ronnie said, I need you to go to the doctor and get better at sex, what would you say? Um, I would, I'd be open to that. Yeah. But then she says, the entire time I'm with you, never once been satisfied. But I still love you. I'm like, then why'd you, why'd you, uh, so you're saying you love me. Yeah. And, um, but it's been. Sexually, I'm I'm not satisfied. Why, why bring it up now? Why wouldn't you, from the. Get-go. What happened at the beginning of our relationship right. when it seemed like it was going really well? well? Yeah, like I like it in this spot a little yeah. bit better than this spot. Because I'll play devil's also, advocate. That's also telling me then the sex thing isn't that important to you. Well, it is important or she wouldn't be bringing it up. I'll, I'll be devil's advocate. At first she thought it's satisfactory, but I'm not going all the way. When I get more comfortable, I will. Then after a while she's like, I'm, I'm not ever going to really find pleasure all the way with this, but I don't mind it. It's still okay. But he's just not going to bring me to the end. I've tried. Whatever. Now it's too late to bring up because I'll hurt him. Then you get to that third phase of just ignoring it. And now she's like, you know what? I don't know. She's probably at a certain age where she's like, I, I either have to have it be good and get it fixed or live this this way uh, not satisfied. So she's manned up, essentially, and said, I know this is going to hurt everything, but I want it to get better. Do you get mad at her? Yeah. Well, immediately. <laughs> here's the thing. If, Keep faking, if she is w- <laughs> recommending done. a doctor or going to see someone, yeah. what you should do is uh, go see someone like a, a sex therapist yeah. together. Right. Because you don't do that one person at a time. I mean, you go see that together, get to know each other on that side. What? Because the communication on that, a lot of times you ask that person, yeah. What do you need me to do? What and, and they sure. might not know how to answer it, or they feel like, oh, it's only going to piss him off or yeah. her off. And it would after fourteen years or whatever yeah. he said. So that's why I would say go to a yeah. um, sex therapist. How about this? Your sex career, 
You've been a below average hitter. She's taking you to the hitting coach. You still want to do it with her and stuff? Take the advice. She she stepped up. I think it's actually in a way just squint and just go, ugh. What I wouldn't have done is email my favorite radio show and said, hey, guys, I've been bad at this for 14 years. I'd have been like, oh, geez. Coach just told me I'm about to get cut. I better step it up. Well, she should have said something way sure, before yeah. this. You but know. it's too late now. Because, you know, he's he's not equaling up to her previous boyfriend, Keyshawn. And <laughs> well, so, no, that's you know. your assumption. <laughs> well, and that's, hey, hey, probably true. <laughs> but still. Well, look, there's, I mean, you know, throughout your dating career or going out, there's definitely ones that you might have better chemistry right off the bat. True. But, true. but sure. then there's something else. But she liked crazy, a bunch of other stuff about you. Yeah. That made it so that wasn't the most important thing. But now she's saying, you know what? I'd like to eat at better restaurants. But Embrace it, it and thing. do it uh, right. together on that. What a f- kind of a fun activity to do. It to might learn not each be other. so bad to, to try that again or learn that it's just not good. I saw a video on Pornhub where they went to the the, the, the doctor, doctor and Did yeah, you? oh yeah, did the doctor yeah. show her? Yes, yeah, that's yes, a good, absolutely. It's a very I've seen that. It's a <laughs> very you have a number for that doctor. Yeah, it's a very very good video where yes. the guy is really hands-on he learned a lot I, yeah i, I mean you know it. hey i'm with you uh dear brady my sister's getting out of jail she's been there for eight months drugs and vandalism she gets out in february her boyfriend and i have been hooking up while she was inside i don't want to devastate her but i also don't want to stop doing this and i don't even care if he keeps her as a girlfriend i just like the situation i'm in i know it's a total aj thing and i realize i'm white trash most white trash does so don't even hit that drum just help, Stacy. <laughs> can't help you on that one. You're sure you can. That's just a bad situation. You're put you yourself in her shoes. You're from at Apache Junction. Put, You're hammering away on your brother's uh, girlfriend while he's sitting down for a few for drugs and vandalism. Sounds like a day in the life in AJ. Yeah, yeah, I mean, what's, you, know? you don't want to stop banging his girl. It's all right that he keeps her in the house, pays her bills. Answer it uh, the way. Uh, flip it around. What if it was your brother? And he was doing it to your girlfriend. Oh, terrible. Right. So. But you're white trash. You're going to have to. Uh, well, then I definitely wouldn't solve it at home because there's violence that will happen there. Yeah. And you're going to stick her right back onto the old nose candy or whatever she snorts. Meth, most likely. Here's the other thing. And I'll probably be right about this. You're pregnant because white trash always has a follow up. It never has just the basic Someone's going to be in a parent. Yeah, That's <laughs> yeah you're going to have a baby. Drama. No, no, no. And even if you break up with a guy in a month or so, you're going to be like, oh, crap. You're going to have one of them Apache Junction sister-in-jail babies. Uh, the damage is done. I speak for somebody who grew up close to white trash. Just keep doing whatever it is you're doing. You're not going to stop. You're white trash. You're going to find something even worse. Keep it do. on the down low yeah. as, as yeah. much as you can. How about recognize your white trash, try to fix that? Stop doing such white trash stuff. Right? Stop banging your sister's boyfriend while she's in jail. Shake your head, doing it. And just go, you know what? I need to look in the mirror and stop being white trash instead of just saying, I'm white trash. Don't even hit that drum. But then, you know, we could be talking to a guy that could um, care less, which is about his brother, on saying, look, he's done all this. It's his sister. It's his girlfriend. It's one guy, two girls. The girl's in jail. Oh, gotcha. Okay. The guy's. Or the sister. Right. 
It's like, I don't care if that relationship doesn't exist. He doesn't. They're white trash. Yeah. So you have to dismiss yourself from white trash or continue being <laughs> the white trash. The fact that they're banging says right. he doesn't care. He yep. doesn't care. Yep. Well, his ladies in jail. First off, when your girlfriend goes to jail for drugs and vandalism. Real class act. And you're standing by that. And in the meantime, you're banging a family member on the side. Well, now she's we always been there for you. Yeah. Someone gets locked up. I'll keep it in the family. They you lose know? their rights. <laughs> Bottom line is, I hate to bring it to you, lady. You're pregnant. There's no way you're getting out of this without his baby. No way. And you're going to white trash have it, and you're going to white trash create more problems. So if you're not pregnant, cross your fingers that you're not. But if you're not pregnant, get out of the white trash situation you're in. Your sister's been through a lot. She's put herself through a lot, but she doesn't want to get out of jail and see you and Cletus. Still going through a lot. A lot of pipe. You and Cletus hosing each other. (laughs) She's going to want to back in. Right. Being the mother to your child, because he ain't leaving her. Got out early. (laughs) What's going on? You got any snooch? Uh, Dear Brady, I have a company that deals with the public, and one of my salespersons has decided to tattoo his face Mike Tyson style. It's across his forehead. I've never had a company policy against this because, come on, why should I? His numbers are good, not great. He's a decent person, but I do not want him representing uh, my company anymore. What would Brady do? Sign trip rig. <laughs> we have a face tattoo guy? <laughs> Har's probably thinking of it down there. Yeah, what if one of our sales guys showed up with a face tattoo? I don't think we have a policy against it, but we kind of do. There, yeah, I think... I don't think we do. I don't think it's in. No. I mean, we kind of do like off the record. Like, yeah, but don't if, it's, do if that. it's not in writing, don't we have a it don't? It depends on, you know, again, the. Don't shame the company. What you're right. selling. Right. And how much that would uh, impact your clientele. If the dude's producing, there's a part of me that's saying, well, he's They're producing, average, but he's if, doing well in sales. That's one thing. But I just. Uh, yeah. That's a tough deal. There aren't a lot of people. No, the only one I can always think of is the. Uh, that I think he does all right is that tattooed realtor. Yeah. He has a clientele, but he's telling you I'm, yeah. you know. Yeah. I, don't think his I haven't seen his billboards anymore. Yeah, it is. His whole is head it? is. Yeah. But that, that to me is better than a single tattoo on a guy's face. Committing from yeah, he's, all the way yeah, around. I see what you're saying you're, there. You're, you are, this is your lifestyle. A dude with just a tattoo on his face sometimes makes bad decisions. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah, the dude, the, the lawyer guy's tattooed top to bottom. We've talked to him. Oh, yeah. He seemed to have no regrets. But nice he, dude. But it looks like a, yeah, it looks like a beard and, and where hair was he replaced. If you just had one, I just see you doing something you regret and can't get rid of, and it's like glaring off your head. And now, and if you did the whole head, I'm with you. Great job. But stick one. With the, uh, you know, stick with the tribal armband. Yeah. You know, that's out. Should he, uh. You can't fire him, really. I don't think if you didn't have a policy that says no face tattoos. But you can keep a close eye on the guy now. And if his numbers slip, ditch him. Yeah. If he's still producing, yeah. it's fine. But, again, if you're going to get a face tattoo, maybe ask your boss. And I know that sounds weak. But I'm, you know, I've been here for a long time. I'm pretty secure with my position at the, at the, what about, the KP. Um, I still ask, hey, you guys would be all right if I got a face tattoo, right? No. What about no tattoos? <laughs> But you filed your teeth and put two horns in. <laughs> right. And then I'm going to go mean, out. As a company owner, you know, how is, you know, is that wrongful I mean, termination? But, yeah. you know. And you want to be my latex salesman. Yeah. And the horns are just, you know. These are look. latex horns. <laughs> okay. I, uh, 
I'm going to go ahead and say you're going to have to go sell the devil's latex somewhere else. Could you take the goat eyes out for a minute? I want to talk to you. <laughs> I don't know. Even here at KUPD, I think it would be kind of off-putting to a lot of our clients if I had a, you know, a tattoo on my face. It's just not a, it just doesn't look, I don't know. Do the whole thing. Tell them it's all or nothing. Say, I can't have you just wander around with one bad decision on your face. Make several. Make a commitment out of this. I mean, the gauges are okay in the ear. Sure. But, uh, Those kind of look neat sometimes. But most of the time, a single face tattoo is a mistake. Time! I know. We got to go. There it is. That's what Brady did, everybody. And he did it well. It's 98 KUPD. It's out of control now. 98 Look at that. It's rare. That one's supposed to run every day at 10 o'clock on the dot. Damn it, we just did it. It's perfect. It's got this email. Sorry you're dealing with the anger of Gilbert, John. But I know I've told you the story. I grew up on the west side. I was 16 years old. My Jeep, me, full of girls. We got shot at. Called the cops. They're like, we'll see what we can do. We ended up getting a license plate of the guys who shot at us. Turned out to be a stolen plate. The cops are like, there's not a lot we can do. Uh, kind of died right away. We were Westsiders. Uh, but did the, uh, the news get called? No. No town council. No. I had to go to a body shop and get the bullets out of my Jeep. <laughs> we weren't gangster chicks either, but no one cared because we looked like it. We were Westsiders. That's from Lafig. She's been listening for a long time. What I'm saying about it is, Gilbert, as you start lashing out at me, because you're lashing out at everybody, that's called hysteria, is that the media might be thinking, making you think you got a bigger problem than you do. Oh, it's mob mentality. And here's the other thing. You've never cared about teen violence Until- ever before. You've never once called for town council meeting in South Phoenix. Caden's not the first to get uh, his ass kicked. We've never once called for a town council meeting and the mayor and the police to be fired in Glendale by you guys. So what you're really upset about is my teen violence. Is it close to my house? Mm-hmm. We moved from all those bad neighborhoods to get, and here it is again. Yeah, your privilege is showing. Yeah, you're, you're, yes, and I hate that phrase, but that's a very Ooh. privileged attitude to say, well, if somebody has to do something, it's our neighborhood. You can yell at me all you want, but essentially what I'm hearing is we moved from the brown people. What's going on? You sound like Furious Styles giving <laughs> yeah, that speech. I am. Yeah. <laughs> It's happening in our neighborhood. You don't hear about it in white neighborhoods. Why do you think there's so many liquor stores in our neighborhood? <laughs> Who do you think's getting these kids again? These fools right here. No. I don't own a plane. How do you think the drugs get in? I'm just saying, you've been really quiet about teen violence everywhere else. To have a TV town hall? Maybe I'm wrong. Here, I'll say it and you won't. Sounds like hysteria to me. And I think you could just, if you're that worried, keep your kids in the house. But we can't. He's got his friends and he likes to ride his bicycles. And All right, then. Take your chances, I guess, with that horrifying Gilbert area. Brady's from Gilbert. He says it's, you even said, like at the high school Kirby goes to, they joke about it. It's not, it's, it's this is not hysteria. only that one. It's just multiple. Calm down and recognize that you've high had schools. some crimes in your area. And work on it from there. But I, and you think TV isn't going to jump on this? Oh. A bunch of scared white women screaming at a town council that something's got to get done. This is drama. They love drama. It's Real Housewives. They will televise it. 
you know, here's what I hope. Here's my olive branch for the people yelling at me online on that Gilbert forum. I don't think you will, but I hope you stop teen violence today. Right. That's the goal. That's the goal. He's I hope you end it. He's just a skeptic. I hope you end it. Yeah, I'm a nihilist and a skeptic, and a, you can disagree with all the things I believe, and I won't fight you. If we could go 20, I hope you stop without it. one high school fight. Yeah, day, one day at a time. <laughs> one day at a time. Would be amazing. If you can stop teen violence and you got a good idea for that, I'm I I will I will bend a knee and say well, great work. Where have you been for Maryvale and Glendale? Where have you been for all the cities that have needed you for years with your great idea to stop it? Well, oh, what's that? I should be president? Oh no, no, thank you. <laughs> that sounds crazy. Oh, what's that? I'm log- I'm using yell. I'm logic and a calm nerve. Okay. Stop it. And it is not, I'm with teen violence or against it. There is no gray area. To that guy, I say, there's tons of gray area. Of course, I'm not for teen violence. <laughs> F schools failed us on the Gilbert goons now. It's a, there's headlines. The news, came, the news. You know who I should be angry at is the news. Yes. They won't stop. They're tapping that exposed nerve of scared parents. Jeez. If it bleeds, it leads. You know, yeah, absolutely. P- police, towns, and schools have failed us on the Gilbert goons. They should be held accountable. Why haven't the parents failed us on the Gilbert goons? How come you never blame yourselves? You know who we always blame? Single mothers in those inner cities when those kids lose it. God, it's just, a, it's just a, it's poverty. Poverty causes it. No. Ugh. Ugh. Yuck, I say, Brett. Yuck. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my neighborhood where occasionally That's Indians... dude that posted... I know, the guy got mad at me and said there was no gray area. I thought that was like a Gilbert mom. That's no. a dude. Yeah, he's mad. His wife told him to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, boy, I really... I did that. That was, that was my fire, fault. I'm fire. sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I spit a little gas on that one. I apologize. Cucking around again. Yeah. Anyway, what are you going to do? It's time for the entertainment drill, and it's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black. And you want to talk about uh, now's the time. They have a place out there in Chandler, and I know it's just run amuck with needing to defend yourself, but how about take your kids and be a little proactive with that? You're that afraid of the Gilbert goons? Get, get involved and start to learning how to defend yourself properly from this incredible amount of attacks. Nine, I hear, in the past year or so. That they've had. It's just an astronomical. Nine, Less than one a nine month? since last Tuesday over on 23rd Avenue in Camelback. Blech. They deserve it. I'm against teen violence, but here are the borders in which I don't care about teen violence. <laughs> uh, yeah, you wanna, if you're worried, if you're, if you're sitting there, don't be hysterical. They teach you that at React Defense, too. Stop with the hysteric. Stop with the drama. Read the room. Understand what's going on. Be smarter about the situation and recognize when it is dangerous and when it's not. When you're as- actually escalating a problem. Then de-escalating and coming up with a solution. Never in the history of humanity has escalating a situation led to a solution that wasn't stupid. Usually it leads to a winner, and that's not what we're looking for. Uh, so head on over there. They, they, they can learn you a bunch of good ways to think when you are hysterical and you are under attack and you are nuts. And they've got a great situation going with you right now. If you want to go, they got their seminars for ladies who are worried. they got the... Uh, the, the female self-defense uh, seminar coming up in April. They've got all sorts of them. And they'll tap every single topic you can imagine. Check it out. ReactDefense.com. It's in Phoenix. It's in Glendale. It's in Chandler. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady, if you're not afraid.
entertain me. Reese Witherspoon got some backlash after sharing a video making a snow salt chococino. Using snow from her backyard, in the clip she uh, uses, she takes a coffee mug and uh, scoops some snow off the uh, top of the hood of her car. The snow had Wait, piled up. This? Reese Witherspoon. Oh, okay. Then she adds chocolate syrup, salted caramel syrup, and some cold brew. Fans were quick to comment that the snow could be dirty and you could make someone seriously ill. Oh, God. Huh. That is true. Guy says, uh, I have to disagree, John. The West Side trash is poor, broke, lazy. They don't care about their neighborhoods. Why do I? If me and mine are in trouble, it's up to me to do something. Maybe those lazy people should speak up. A bunch of people that lay down and accept that's just how it is. Well... That's kind of a broad brush yeah. because they do care. There's just no money in those neighborhoods for the news to go over there and go, hey, our advertisers will love this. Right. Bad neighborhoods get treated like bad neighborhoods by the media. Good neighborhoods get extra attention. I lived in Arcadia. We had a roof rat, singular, go into a woman's house, and the news was there every day for a month saying, what's going on in this wealthy neighborhood? Is there a infestation of diseased rats? And everyone in the neighborhood went nuts thinking they were going to get bit and have the plague. The dude who stole Dorothy's ruby slippers from the Wizard of Oz has finally revealed why he did it. He's one of Brett's people. He's a career criminal named Terry Martin. He lifted the shoes from uh, Judy Garland Museum in 2005, but not because he knew anything about their their cultural significance. What was he doing at the Judy Garland Museum then? Terry had never seen the movie. A mob associate hired him (laughs) to steal them so they could cash in on the rubies. Oh. He heard the shoes were insured for a million dollars, so he assumed the gems were real. They're not, of course. So hold on. They're made of glass. This dude wants us to believe. I ain't never heard of no Wizard of Oz or none of that. I had a friend who told me about some ruby slippers at the Judy Garland Museum. He did, and all of his research to find out where the Judy Garland Museum was, what these shoes were, he didn't once discover. Told him where they were. Oh, After delivering problem. the slippers to the guy who hired him, Terry retired from life of crime. But they were recovered in 2018, and Terry was charged with stealing them. He'll That's be a sentenced story. a week from today. <laughs> I didn't know nothing about no Wizard of Oz. If it ain't Marvel, I don't look at it. Maybe a Scorsese film now and again, but that's it. <laughs> he knew exactly what it was. Where's the Judy Garland Museum, by the way? It's got to be yeah. in West Hollywood. It has to be. Has to be. I thought it was in, like, some small town. Let's look it up real in quick. In Kansas? I think no, so, maybe. Maybe it is. <laughs> That's why it may be easier to San walk San Francisco into. is my guess. Uh, Grand Rapids, Minnesota. Minnesota? They make, the, they make the gays travel all the way to Minnesota? I bet you it's closed in the winter. Snoop was offered uh, $100 million if he pulled his wang out on OnlyFans. <laughs> $100 million? $100 million. Snoop! He said no. Oh, He's, um, I'm like, I got a black wife. Ain't no way in the world she's going to allow me to go on there and pull my thing out. For $100 million? For any amount of money. Uh, anybody's wife would. Yes. Not when you're married to Shantae Brodus. Or Brodus. I'll buy another Shantae. Yeah, man. I'm out. $100 million. Here's half. Bye. Yeah. I'll take $50 million yeah. and gladly give up the other 50 or take the $100 million and you're ear beating for a few weeks. Did you do that? Shizzle, Dizzle, when's this going to end? You know I did it. I can't believe you did that. Calvin, we ain't having sex for weeks. That's all right. We've been married for a long time. We ain't had sex in 
months. I'll survive. And sure enough, a year later, she's forgotten about it, and you're rolling around in $100 million bucks. <laughs> Most of us will never know what that feels like. I'll give you $100 million to show me in the world your pee-pee. The word no won't even form in my mouth. Mm, okay. <laughs> Let I me could, think, I could think no. I could want to say no, and it would come out, okay. Did you say no, okay? I said, okay. It would be out before he's done talking. Get your camera out. How long do I have to have it out? A month? Two months? No, just a few seconds. <laughs> you want me to pee or something? I'll do uh, It does tricks. I'll grow it. I'll shrink it. I'll show everything. Corkscrew? And then everybody be like, look at Holmberg's penis is unimpressive. But you know what isn't? My bank account. There's $100 million in it now. Jealous. And $100 million in your bank account adds four inches to that girl's mind. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, well, be careful out there today, everybody. Streets aren't safe. I'm about to be on them. Evidently. <laughs> We've heard about you. Evidently, I'm the devil. Anyway. If you're a teen, meet John Holmberg Man. at... Well, look. Wait a minute. I, what? I, I, again, it, solve it. I hope you solve it. I hope you come up with a reasonable and excellent solution. And the only thing I'll say to that afterwards is, great job. I wish you would have acted in other neighborhoods with this awesome idea. We going to Postinos for lunch? Yeah, yeah we're going we to go, go pick up Postinos. It's going to be empty. Yeah. Might as well take advantage of the empty Postinos. They got some great sandwiches. Uh, Larry's coming up next. Please don't beat him up. Uh, I can take it. Uh, we're done. Larry's next. He's got all sorts of fun stuff for you, and he'll tell you about them right after we're out. Have a lovely Monday. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the Morning Sickness. So long! It's out of control now. I get to you, PD.